The year, 2022. Five insufferable ne'er-do-wells wipe the sleep from their eyes, clear the dust and condensations from their monitors, and prepare to do again what nobody asked for. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is the future, and this is modern escapism. We're back! Greetings and salutations to all. My name is Oodles, the host and compare without compare and master of proceedings. It's a new year, new ME, and joining me as always are my cohorts and co-conspirators. She brings a sass like no other. She drinks like a sailor on shore leave. She once laid an egg off pure solid gold and punted it over a fence for a laugh, and she'll kick your fucking head in. It's delectable candy machine. Hello, darlings. Hello. <laughs> Some say that his breath smells of pure aniseed and he's scared of bells. Others say that he can catch a fish with his tongue. All we know is he's called Stig. <laughs> I don't understand any of that. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Good. He goes by many names. The World Serpent, the Nero of Newcastle, the Idiot Savant, he who walks backwards, Editorissimo, and the Necrodancer of Sound and Vision. It's Gadget. I think you've basically hit all my a lot of my favourite games. There. Well done. <laughs> I thought I would. I'm and... fucking lost again. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't written yours yet. <laughs> and last, but by no means least, it's bringing sexy back. Done. The Sultan of Swing, <laughs> the Master Exploder, the Southern Solid Snake of Seduction, and a man so virile and potent that looking directly into his eyes instantly makes you orgasm and then turn to stone. It's Biggie. <laughs> That's actually on my CV. <laughs> That's why you're last, because you get the nice introduction. And the longer introductions. Everyone got a lovely introduction. How are I you all doing? don't understand mine. You don't have to understand it. I just did everyone else's. You're just taking it off Top Gear, That's, That's a all. Top Gear reference. <laughs> yes, That'd be why, it's then. 2022, we're back. How are you all doing? Marvellous. All right. Mm, rested. Well, full of cheese. Well, well rested and full of cheese. Perfect, perfect. So for people that have listened before, you all know what we do now. We do a little bit of um, corporate shilling, and the person that shills this would like a few words to say. Yes. 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 <laughs> Starts with mean to go on, selling the Patreon. <laughs> if you enjoy what we do, then you can head to patreon.com forward slash modern escapism to see the extra stuff that we do. We have three tiers on there. The first one is the modern escapees that will get you an extended edition of this episode every week, as well as at least one monthly special and any other specials that we put out. If you are into Dungeons and Dragons, we also do a D&D actual player podcast called Do Dragons Dream of Scott Sheep. Uh, £5 a month Scott Sheep tier gets you ad-free early access of that episode as well as any original artwork that Candy does for the show, any original music and maps and whatever gadget puts together. And you also get the ability to suggest NPCs and item names. And if you're feeling flush, £7.50, the biggie bundle, that gets you everything. Yeah, why this, wouldn't you? I this year it's, it. it's even bundlier. 
Oh, I mean, so we've touched on this in the on the Christmas episode a little bit, but we've already started the year with a special. It's gone out for free this time. Usually, those would go on to the Patreon. So we're like drug dealers. Kind of we give you that get. first hit for free. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff coming up this year that, that we're potentially looking at doing spoiler specials for. Gadget and Biggie are going to continue too fast, <laughs> too curious. Against our will. We're also looking at other ideas as well. So look forward to that. It's going to be a majestic year. Um, so, again, newcomers, what we do now is what we call the Nexus. Well, we rarely call the Nexus, but it's basically... We what, call that behind the scenes. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the first bit. It's the first bit. It's what we've been up to this week. Um, we are going to do a big Nexus event to talk about what we've done over over the break. But for now, what what we've what we been really what we've been up to, and I want to I kind of want to start with the man who moans that he's always last, Biggie. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, yeah, just a quick run through a couple of things I've been up to. Um, I started Death Stranding. Um, Ooh. Yes, love the that opening you had. to that. I saw that you had. I yeah, uh, I made a strand contact with you, so you might see my stuff <gasps> laying around for you. Cool. Hi, <laughs> ah, my name yeah, is the, Sam. The, the, that kind of the thing. Opening to that was just. Can you do that cross gen? Yeah. Cr- cross cross platform. I think you can. I think. You can. I think... No, it's not cross-platform. No. Uh, okay, never mind, because mine's on PC. No, it's not PC, but I think it can PS4, PS5. Correct me if I'm uh, wrong, anybody. Uh, okay. No, that's fine. I was just wondering whether she could do it for me on the PC as well, but mm. no. Carry on, Biggie, sorry. Yeah, no, no. It's just the, the opening. Um, fantastic, really. It's mad, but it's so well done. Brilliant. Absolutely stunning. Gorgeous. The madness doesn't stop either. It just continues getting madder and madder as you get into that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> A lot of people said it's a game where Kojima's had an editor. I don't think he has. No. I think he's just been allowed to Kojima at full speed. <laughs> That's what makes me laugh about the director's cut. It's like, dude, you're the director. Don't cut it. Yeah, <laughs> Why did you cut it? Your name's all over it. You've got your mates in it. It's, it's, it's actually a funny old game because a lot of the more beautiful scenes are hidden 20 hours in. It's, uh, you think, oh, what an opening. You can't top that. Trust me. It gets oh, top. sure. Yeah. And I've, I've not got that far into it. I just wanted to start something a bit different honestly take your and time with it mate just I will at your and own pace I liked it I, I just like the the little bit of the, the cargo run that you do early on yeah um, just to give you an idea of a bit of what you have to do and yeah just yeah different and but it really likes it's just really impressive that there's not many games that I would say actually have those massive openings that I just thought that was stunning I thought it was really well done Mm. I tell anyone that's starting it to set aside a good sort of three hours when they're first starting because yes. there is a little bit of gameplay, but it's mostly just watching, isn't it? It's like an, yeah. sort of a, a movie, essentially. But it's done very well. Really, really good. Um, finished Loki. These oh, guys no. have been on my back mm, about that. Um, yes. Thought it was shit. <gasps> what? Um, no, it was really good. <laughs> shit, really, that? really enjoyed that. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to whatever they come up with next. Great ideas. Very funny. Um, and again, different, you know, very similar to WandaVision. They're just yeah. TV specials seem to want to do things a little bit different to the movies, which I really enjoy. Do, do, do you agree with what I thought about it? That there was like, there was, I think it was two episodes that just felt like Doctor Who episodes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Main sticks said the same well. thing. <laughs> I know yeah, which ones you yeah. mean as well. Like, yeah. you, you don't have to say. Uh, there were episodes. Just at one point, it's really hard to, to work out. What on earth is going on? And then it all makes sense all in did, its own weird way. I'm not, not wanting to get into spoiler territory, but how did you find the last episode? Because it's very different to a lot of, especially MCU stuff. Very different to the rest of the show, to it, be fair. 
Yeah, yeah. it's it a Tarantino did dialogue. You like episode. that? I, I really liked it. I've heard people like say they hated it because it was just they found it really dull. Just chatting in it. I was yeah. really into it. Like, yeah, how I, did you I find that? It. I just thought it was really smart. The whole thing, just mm. um, that all the characters were great. The production as well. The money they put into that, mm, you can yeah. see they uh, took it seriously. It was, uh, Wait yeah, till you watch Hawkeye, really- mate. That looks even better. <laughs> Yeah, I just didn't have any issues with Loki as well. And I'm sorry it took me that long to get around to it, but I wanted to get onto it because I also saw Spider-Man. Did you? Which we have Man. discussed. Um, and again, yeah, awesome movie. So I just like the way things are linking. Um, and it's just interesting to see which direction the movies are going. I saw the Doctor Strange 2 trailer. Um, and yeah, just really excited to see that. Um the main thing I want to talk about is Battlefield 2042. Oh, is that still a thing? Yeah, <laughs> it's up <Barely>. to you. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, um, I dropped off it straight away because I wasn't impressed. And the rest but of the internet. <laughs> I was going to say, Battlefield 4 is in rude health at the minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the thing is, though, they have patched it. It looks much better than it did on launch. Um, there's obviously work still ongoing. They've already said that they've still got work to do. But what my mate and I, the, the biggest thing about Battlefield 2042 is it is really is squad-based. So if you're just playing it on your own, unless you're going to open your mic up, then you're going to struggle because it's not much fun. But when you actually get your mates playing it as well, um, it opens up. It then becomes what it's supposed to be, a squad-based shooter, but you've got the banter with your friends. You've got the new areas to get your head around, all the new equipment and the way it all works, which some of it works, some of it doesn't. I get all that. But then you've also got the portal section as well, which is the best maps of Battlefield, which is kind of the thing that I actually have always wanted. And they're great fun. We had a lot of pleasure in going back to those old levels and having memories of what we did there at the time and running around with the the new look and had a lot of fun. Yeah, just really enjoying those moments of Battlefield which make that game special. There are issues with it. I know there's more work to be done. Uh, there's some cool new features, like you can change your sights on your gun on the fly. So there's an option that you can just hold down a button and it brings up whichever gun sights you've unlocked. So you don't have to change your weapon. You can just literally change the sights on the fly, which is really cool. Um, lots of people can revive, but as normal, lots of people just run past you when you die and going, help me, help me. And it's like, <laughs> it's a squad-based game. Why are you running past me? Fucking revive me. I um, fucking hate that. Yeah, it's I, very I frustrating. Literally had it the other night playing the game. There was a medic. Like <laughs> yeah. so you can in Battlefield Five you can revive anyone from your team. You don't have to be a medic. But you can only revive people in other squads if you're a medic. Yeah. And I'm there dying and there's a medic next to me shooting and I'm and I'm there going, Revive me, revive me and he's just there and then he just runs off. Yeah. Surely like, these Why are you a medic if you're not gonna yeah. help exactly. you? Exactly. So <laughs> these these medics would have sworn by the hypocritical hypocritic oath to save people and <laughs> be a good I, doctor or it. nurse. The, the thing is, it's generally the idea of the game is it's objective-based. So if you wanted to get those objectives, I appreciate if you're undercover, you're under fire, whatever, but if there is a moment, like Sticky says, the guy then decided to run off, you then could have turned around and fucking revived him before you did that. So, yeah, it, there's moments like that that are hard. Just play but, all the um, games, mate. Don't worry about it. 
But yeah, we're enjoying it. <laughs> we're enjoying it. Um, there's things that are really weird. Uh, the scoreboard is missing, so you can't actually you can see how is your that? squad is doing. That's weird. That's weird. But the whole, weird. The whole scoreboard is missing, so you can't see who's what the most fuck? kills. Why? If it moved yeah. Rush as well for some queer reason, like why? Is, why have they taken Rush away? Oh, it comes around in a like a loop. It it's like one of those sort of no, they've weekly removed events, the game type so. from now. I thought it was still there. No, but I've read that they'd remove the whole game. Type. I don't understand these like these <laughs> no. these touches We're that these devs anyway, so believe that they should yeah. they should implement into games. Like it's like saying, oh yeah, there's no team death match on on like Halo. Imagine not having a team death match on that. It's like yeah. some of it's bread and butter of why people love it. Yeah, makes no so sense. The UI I, is very clunky. Um, it's a bit hard to get your head round. Like some of the options when you want to change mods and stuff like that are completely different when you're out of the game and then when you're in the game and you're trying to change things around. It's all completely different buttons. Very fucking weird. Um, but that we we do feel like there's something there, and I think there's been some changes behind the scenes with that game. So maybe some better fixes will come. Um, they've still got um, like the first maps of the battle pass to come out at some point so it'd be interesting to see what additional maps they drop from the older games if that's what they're going to do it's a live service yeah. game so it will it will evolve to be, become great surely mm. yeah, it may still need a bit of reviving itself but um, you know we'll see where it goes but at the moment yeah. we actually are quite enjoying it so I I pretty much bought a PS5 off the back of the trailer the launch trailer yeah I may be saying that I yeah. you were buzzing on it for the last five years, I've played Battlefield on the PlayStation with some friends. Played lo- a shit ton of Battlefield One, quite a bit of Five. Not right, and I dropped off it a little bit. Yeah. Kind of went back into playing more single player games. Same. And they've dropped off it. Now, these are ardent Battlefield players who were really into it, and even even like the biggest defender of like the rubbish stuff, he's just dropped off it, and they're just back to playing Four, One, and Five. Mm. And they're just saying, "Well, we'll wait. if it if it gets sorted out, it gets sorted out." But a lot of them are really kind of upset about it. And I, I get that. But, it, you yeah. know, EA have fucked up completely. I totally yeah. get all that. Um, and I, I think it'd be interesting to see if they do fix it to a point where those people will come back. Mm. We're willing to give it a bit more of a go at the moment. But I get all that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we're, we're all Battlefield fans as well. We're just trying to see. We can see some glimmer of hope that there's moments that remind us of what we like about this game yeah but, um, I, I played yeah. five again on friday night and i just had a great time yeah and that's what it's about i mean uh funny enough three uh, times in a row a friend of ours um <laughs> ben he did a bit of research to do with some of the settings and he found this really cool um setting about tweaking all the, the different aiming bits and bobs you name it but it's an absolute game changer aimbot oh, yeah. I, I did that with um <laughs> <laughs> Always I, I went and found like just did a bit of research on what's kind of the best well, there's so many options in Battlefield it's yeah, ridiculous but it's absolutely changed how I play it's amazing and I'm, I'm getting a lot more kills than I was struggling with the way it was playing but now I'm, I'm getting much more fun of it so that, that's a massive game is it a changer. full price game? I won it on Twitter so, oh yeah um, I remember yeah yeah yeah, yeah. even better even yeah, that. so my, my mate was waiting to see what had happened, um, and then I said it's not that bad, and I think I got him for Christmas. I can't so, see him abandoning it. I reckon. I reckon it'll flourish. But it is disappointing, and like like Sticky says, it's a massive name and huge. Everybody gets so excited. That trailer really did make me want that game. Mate, so even much. I played Battlefield Four. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't play these games. And they've been fantastic. But yeah, I think EA have really destroyed what DICE have built up as a reputation for that game. And I think there's a lot of work to be done to get that back to work. A different team, I think, developed this compared to the last three games. So Yeah. We'll see. And yeah, the other thing I wanted to talk about was I did Christmas dinner for the first time in my life because my wife isn't around. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just about pulled Make that, that off. Make that sound less ominous, why don't you? Yeah, for people listening, she's abroad. <laughs> she's abroad. <laughs> for those that know, yeah, she's uh, abroad at the same family. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, never, she's normally the cook and I sort of assist. So actually being responsible for everything. Did you have Yorkshire puddings on your Christmas dinner? Hell yeah. Good man. Because <laughs> there's, there's, there's this Twitter brigade that's saying you shouldn't <laughs> I don't, have Yorkshire I don't. puddings. We do. And yeah, I don't get I that don't at all. They're wrong. They're wrong. Yeah, but Steve, you're it's allowed not, not to have It's not a Sunday dinner. Yeah, but you can have Yorkshire puddings every day at week because you live in Yorkshire. <laughs> Down in the gravy mines. Have you seen my Christmas dinner, though? There's way too much to go already. I can't be doing with uh, Yorkshire puddings on top of I just that. like them as bowls. Yeah. Just edible no, bowls. Amazing, yeah. Fucking Christmas dinner. Oh, fantastic. To my own horn, Homemade but... stuffing, the chicken, the beef. Just oh, mm, beef Wellington. We yeah, have I made ours, nice. but I always do. I, believe it or not, even though I don't eat the meat, I make the meat. <laughs> and I'll go, well, come, come and test this. Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> smells good. But yeah. Is, is cool. chicken supposed to be pink? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's an actual pink chicken. I got it special. It's I've rare. Cooked, I've cooked it medium rare for you. <laughs> What's the chicken staring at me? <laughs> Excellent. That's it, dude. I'm sure you've got more to say on our Nexus special that we're going to have for yeah. patrons. So we'll move on to uh, the newly permed Stig. Excellent. I have done a couple of things this week. First one I want to talk about is I read a Marvel comic for the first time in my I'm life. So proud of you. I'm so proud. <laughs> Get in. Considering how much I love Marvel TV and cartoons and the films and stuff, it's weird that I've never read a comic. Too busy playing rugby, the most, boy. The most comics I've ever read is the Beano. <laughs> the Beano every week when I was younger. Like that's it. Hey, there's some good Beano uh, arcs. Yeah, so I, I <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I the first one I decided to read was uh, the setup basically is that I got my daughter a new tablet for Christmas and her old one is a Kindle Fire, so I wiped it and got the Kindle Unlimited so trial, bad. downloaded some comics and started with Miles Morales Ultimate Spider Man oh. from 2015. Mm. So good, and I finished that today actually. Uh, 243 pages yeah. worth. But Good, then, it confu- run, then it confused me when you went on to the next one and it had uh, him and Peter, a comic about him and Peter, something else. It's because and there's been discovered- things in between, that's why. No, this whatever this one is, is it's different. Yeah. So I need to I need to download or buy comic uh, the book two and three. Yeah, there there are codes on some books as well to, to get to, especially past books that let you know which order they're going and stuff like that because mm. as Biggie knows it's usually every week for a lot of these and 2015 was a lot many weeks ago yeah well this and is alright you yeah. kind of you get it all in one so you get the yeah, full run the omnibus in like the one yeah in the one book so I've got book one and then there's book two and three I need to get but yes. they're very expensive they are they are but they're beautiful yeah, so I need to weigh up whether I want to. They buy are a them lot cheaper, especially especially like non-special ones, just to buy from eBay physically, just a, a box of them. Yeah, they tend to be really cheap, especially from like 2010 onwards. See, I downloaded like all the classics as well and started flicking through them, and I was just like, I don't really like 
this style. The golden age, yeah, it's not that good. Mm. Yeah, um, so I don't think I'll bother with them. I might just go with the small modern ones. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've downloaded... What else have I downloaded? I've downloaded some other Spider-Man one. I've downloaded a Hawkeye one and Hellblazer, which is a constant. Oh, Hellblazer's so good. I was just going to say, you definitely want to spread your wings a little bit and try some of the other titles. I think you should go for some well, graphic novels Marvel. as well, like Watchmen yeah, and big time. Sandman, stuff like that. Get some Judge Watch Dredd. Watchmen will blow your mind. Judge Dredd. The, the, the only criticism I have about the Mars Morales one is that it flitters a lot between things. Just the transition between one you hear, and then all of a sudden you hear. That's how Spider-Man um, books have always gone. They're very yeah, fast readers. Exactly. There doesn't seem to be anything in between. It's just like, right, we're going from, it's really fast paced. And I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's the main difference between Marvel and DC. D- it new and- DC books are very like slow and methodical and sometimes boring. Mm. <laughs> Marvel ones like, whip, whip, whip. As big as I think uh, big my, a test. <laughs> I think the thing is that I'm used to reading anything I do read is a novel yeah. and you get from one place to another with a lot of detail yeah. and a lot of time. Whereas this is, Oh, uncle Aaron is in Mexico. And then the next scene is Mar- miles's kitchen with his mum, yeah. And it's kind of like it, but it's instant like that. There's no real transition. Do what a lot of, I mean, I don't know if Biggie ever did this, but what I did when I read book comic books, physical ones, especially, I'd I'd read through the narrative fast, and then I'd go back and analyze the panels individually. Mm-hmm. You get a lot more out of it that way. Yeah, yeah. as the as the comics got influenced by movies, yes, then you started getting all the really technical camera angles, but in a comic, and some of the artwork is just sublime because yeah. basically all a comic book is is basically a book. Mm-hmm. having it illustrated for you so you don't have to use your imagination you don't have there. them Tolkien-esque describing what a wood panel looks like yeah <laughs> but then mm. it's just the fact that the artist has taken whatever the um, writer's provided and then it's just like they've they've combined their heads together to think how it should look <laughs> and yeah some of the artwork and you'll, the, the, you'll start recognising the camera angles are incredible yeah you'll start recognising your favourite writers and your favourite artists and sometimes if like a writer and an artist may never have collaborated but when they do it's just yeah. worlds colliding. It's the best thing in the world. It's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Totally agree. It's also a thing I've got to get my head around the fact that this is everything in the Marvel universe within the comics isn't MCU. No. So when they start mentioning mutants yeah. and other, other, other characters that haven't been allowed in the films because of licensing things. Yeah, why is Mr. Fantastic that's, here? <laughs> that's fine. But it does do that thing where I had a bit of an issue with one of the Batman animated films I watched recently where random characters from within that universe just happen to turn yes. up for no reason. They don't really add anything for the story. They're just there. And you're like, well, what's the point? Why, why is, why are we dealing with this character now? Why, why are we suddenly having him meet Iron Man for like one panel, yeah, two no panels, reason. and then you never see Iron Man again. I mean, if yeah, you think just, about comics, and particularly with something like Spider-Man, where it's set in New York, and you think how many superheroes are set around that place? How busy would fucking New York be with superheroes <laughs> flying yeah. and smashing shit you up throw a stone every in day you go to work? Oh, yeah. for fuck's sake, they smash that building. <laughs> Very prejudiced towards mutants in this comic run. They are in all of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody likes mutants. No. Yeah. 
But yeah, that was the one thing I finished this week. So looking forward to kind of delving into some more comics and continuing that run. I have liked Miles since playing the game and watching Spider-Verse. I think he's a really cool it's character. He's a great character. So I'm in- interested in reading more of his uh, stories. Yeah, you've seen the movie, you played the game, you're reading the comic. Mm-hmm. Nerd. You need to buy the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the one thing I want to talk about, main thing I want to talk about, is one of the weirdest films I've seen in a long time. Oh. But one that I really loved. And it's called Annette. Annette as in the name or Annette? Yeah, the name. The name oh. Annette. <laughs> so this is a film directed by Leos Carax and it is written by the band Sparks. Oh. Uh, the music is by the it's a musical it's by the band Sparks they did all the they did the story and the music and everything uh, I'll read you the synopsis uh, <coughs> incendiary stand up comedian Henry McHenry played by Adam Driver Ooh. and an opera singer Anne Defran Defrano, played by Marion Coltiard are in love but their bond is tested when Korea's sorry but their bond is tested when his career starts to dip and hers starts to rise. Perhaps their newborn baby, Annette, can rekindle their passion. Except that she's made of wood. Wow. Wow. Pinocchio. Bit of a curveball there. Yeah, just a so bit. She, she, she gives birth to a wooden child. Uh, don't spoil it, don't spoil it. I'm going to watch it. Yes. So, um, splinters. <laughs> oh, this... <laughs> Oh, no. I have to say, you were starting to lose me a bit there, but when you said wooden child, it's like, hey, what? what? I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's weird. It's a weird, strange pop opera. Uh, it, it, even to the point where certain scenes in the film are framed in a way like it's happening on stage, yeah. so it looks operatic. Yeah. The whole thing's very Shakespearean in its storytelling. Uh, it's basically musical, theatrical, opera mismatch. Some of the music is like super quirky and playful. Some strips like dead straight and dirgy. Some's overblown, operatic. Uh, I can't really stress how much the music is different in this is film. Is Adam Driver singing? Yep, he sings a lot. I'm singing. I imagine he's got a really <laughs> deep voice. <laughs> he's a very good singer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. He's picking um, some really interesting roles, isn't he, since I love uh, him. Star Wars I love fight. him. I think he's brilliant. Yes. I do. I think he's great. Uh, it's like no other musical I have ever seen in my life. Um, there's some spoken word in the film, but a lot of it is told through music. <laughs> cool. Which doesn't always work. So you have people kind of having a conversation, but singing to it, and it's just like a regular conversation. So the words aren't rhyming or anything. They're just mm. being sung. <laughs> That's a pet peeve of mine with some musicals. I, I a bit like the Diana like, one, I, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's that That going. was so good, though. <laughs> I prefer the the sort of hybrid ones where it's song and then dialogue and then song, because I think, like, Phantom of the Opera also suffers with that a bit. There's, like, yeah. just say it. Don't try and put it to a tune, because it just but it, makes it worse. Phantom of the Opera really suffers doesn't with in this film. <laughs> it yeah. really doesn't it's in this film. It works <laughs> so well. Um, it's... Dude, some of the songs are really great and catchy, but it's... It's just so bizarre. Like it's one of these I'm, films I'm, that Sparks were abandoned in the seventies. It's expected yeah, they're going to be bizarre. There was a lot of oh, yeah, they're, well, they're bizarre as well, aren't <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah, they've always been weird. Their music is, but it's it's very much one of these films where I can completely see if someone said this is terrible, I absolutely hate it. One out of five stars, or someone would say this is five out of five. 
it's that end of the scale. Right. Like it, it's brilliant. But there's it's a raw me- messiness to this, and it's grown on me over the last few days since I've seen it. It's magical, bizarre, memorable. Uh, the film is very poetic with its lines. It has wonderful imagery, specifically the opening segment. There's a conductor segment, a scene on a boat, and the finale. All of them are really well done and really brilliant and will really stick with you. Is it something that you'd play as a soundtrack? Like, you, you're a Hamilton man, aren't you? You're singing that in the house? No, there's probably a handful of songs in there that are catchy like that, but a lot, like I said, a lot of the other music is kind of just kind of talk. They're just talking to each other and setting the scene and things, and it's... I don't know how to describe it really without... I just have to say, just watch it, because it's <laughs> it's so odd. Um, but if you just have a listen to the opening section. It starts with the band Sparks in a studio, and the conductor's there, and he says, so may we start? And then all of a sudden, they just start singing about, oh, we're going to start the film, and they're singing about their fears of people not getting the film and not liking the film and all the budget was <laughs> enough, but it's not enough. And then all of a sudden they all walk out. Yeah, it is. It starts really meta. And Stop then all of a sudden they walk out and they bump, bump into Adam Driver and Marion Cultiada. And then they kind of, it shifts from them to, to their characters and into the film. Oh. But just, I would say go on YouTube and have a look at Annette. So maybe start and listen to that. It's, I'm just going to watch really it. I love a musical name. It's a really good tune to get you going. And if you aren't in with that song, then you will struggle with the rest probably. Should we open our next pod that way? <laughs> I thought we said <laughs> yeah. we should do a musical episode and you all said no. Because <laughs> I can't sing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but Adam Driver, I've said, he's brilliant in this film. He, he's just outstanding. His character stand-up routine is like nothing you'll have ever seen in real life. It's proper enthralling. I loved how they had the crowd interaction, heckling, chiming in on time with his singing and comedy. Mm. So the the interactions between him and the crowd are in perfect sync. But as his star starts to wean and like drop and he starts to kind of change his stage show, that connection starts to falter as well. It's very well done uh, in terms of how in sync he is with the crowd and then he all of a sudden isn't. Uh, as I've said, like Annette, she's a puppet. Uh, the puppetry is very well done. And I think I've touched on this before and here. I've certainly touched on it with pe- other people and I've talked to about films and that is I don't like stuff that's weird for weird's sake. Do you know what I mean? Like when it's just purposely going out to be super weird and there's no point to it being weird. But like the this Mighty works. And Mighty Bush is great. I like the mighty. That's weird though, because I do like the mighty boosh. But in certain films, sometimes I just think, "Why are you doing it like this?" It doesn't. Some of it can be too try hard, to can't it? Yes, exactly. But this might seem too try hard to some people, but I think it's it works. There's a very good reason Annette is portrayed this way. Underneath the weirdness and bizarre bizarreness is this beautiful, heartbreaking tale. It's underlying father and daughter relationship stuff that comes to the forefront. Uh, I won't go into that because it's a spoiler because it starts getting towards the end, but it kind of hits you hard and leaves you ruminating at the end. And it could quite easily bring up real-life trauma for people Oh wow! who are watching this. I was just I laughing, know. thinking, um, not that, but 
at Candy's. Laughing at drama. Candy's original reaction. Can you imagine them selling that at the boardroom meeting about getting the funding for this movie? <laughs> so, so, yeah, they're having a baby, but it's it's a wooden... <laughs> See, I, I thought that I knew where that was going, and it wasn't at all. And I was really surprised. I just looked it up. Happy. It's a can film darling, isn't it? It was at the festival, and people mm-hmm. loved it. It's and, and like you said, proper split down the middle. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to lie. This movie is pretty unapproachable mm. to most moviegoers. And um, my feelings, not like um, it's, yeah, like I said, it's, it's weird, bizarre, like a fever dream, but beautiful and sensitive. And it's on Amazon. And yeah, and it's on Amazon. So it's available to watch on Prime if you've got that. I believe, or Mubi, it's on one of them. Yeah, it's, yeah you can get a free trial on Mubi as well. Yeah. But if none of that sounds your cup of tea, there is a musical number in both a sex scene and a childbirth scene. So, you know, you know, what? you might be into that. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I am Adam in. Driver sings a love song while he's going down on her. Nice. <laughs> Don't let the sun go down on me. <laughs> I usually just yeah, get the it, alphabet. Double love, love. Oh, honestly, <laughs> is it me you're is. looking for? <laughs> I can't stress how weird and wonderful this film is. And there might be people who listen to that. Go, I'm going to give that a try and watch it and hate me for like recommending it. But I fucking loved it. Bring it, it on. It That's great. what you want to say. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Excellent. Annette. Yeah. I've, I've already put that on my to watch list. I'll probably watch that tomorrow. Actually. Excellent, excellent. Brilliant. Thank you for that. Um, Candy, you've been up to? Well, I did a lot of rewatches over Christmas because um, I went to stay with my mum. She doesn't get to go out to the cinema and she doesn't really do a lot of binging. So I rewatched Squid Game with her, um, watched No Time to Die and watched Last Night in Soho, which I assured her was not a scary film. <laughs> and then I realised that actually, yes, it was much more scary than yeah. I remembered. So uh, I did a dirty on that one, but she seems to enjoy it anyway. Um, but yeah, over the Christmas break and obviously time stands still over Christmas. So I don't know exactly what I did when. Uh, watched The Witcher season two. Mm. Um, I'll go into it more on our special. Yeah. But I felt a little bit deflated with it. Oh. Um, I can help but feel like don't get me wrong there's things that are much better in it I also feel that it's kind of lost that spark a little bit and there's a few things that I think they did worse and I just found it just a little bit more a bit a bit more boring and yeah just just having lost that spark a bit and um, not enough boob is there there's, no, there's barely any boob or touch <laughs> so for, for, for me it's a 1 out of 10 because of that but um, I, I really Literally unwatchable. It. <laughs> it's just Henry Cavill seems so passionate. And if you've seen anything about the series, he adds one particular scene that he insisted on, on doing. And I won't get into that because it is a spoiler, but he knows the book so well and he's so passionate about it. I'd love to see him come on, on as maybe a producer as well as an actor or certainly just have a bit more say in what happens because I think some of the things that were changed in the series is maybe not something he's particularly thrilled about over a few things that he's, I've sort of read between the lines, but yeah, about what he's, I think he wouldn't have made the changes that have been changed, but that way. Um, so yeah, a little bit disappointed. Didn't hate it. Just wasn't as exciting as I thought it was, it would be. 
Um, second thing I did, I finished Shift, which is the second book yes. in Hugh Howey's Silo series. Never heard of it. No, we've, we may have spoken to, about it once or twice before. Absolutely. I think we're sponsored by it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's so good, though. I, I str- To start off with on this one, I struggled a little bit because it's a real change of pace in the first part of the book. Um, but it is so good as it goes on, and it just goes better and better and better. And I actually think I prefer it to Wool as well, which is the first book Ooh, in the series. Nice. I just literally finished Wool this week. So Do, sil- do uh, yeah. Shift. It is good. It's a kind of a prequel, kind of not. You'll, uh, but yeah. Um, I also read the graphic novel of Wool as well, which is the first book. Um, That's good. probably where it's, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, well, it's very abridged, but it's good. it's pretty fun. It's <laughs> it's good to see the way it it kind of looks the way I imagined, like it's all quite dark in the silo and everything. Um, but yeah, essentially, it's just a kind of a roundup of the story. But it was really fun to read, having read the actual book first. Um, watched Death to 2021, yeah, which that. is... Yeah, I yeah, did as well. Charlie Brooker's uh, yearly roundup, and he's uh, the person that's responsible for Black Mirror. And they're not doing Black Mirror at the moment because life is depressing enough, is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Did he do Death 2021? I think he's a producer, isn't it? Yeah, he's, it? yeah, he's been a producer on both of them. Yeah. Mm, but that was that was fun. Um, just absolute piss take of everything that's been going on. You grant a good sport by playing that particular role in it as well. He isn't knows he? what he's doing, doesn't he? <laughs> he knows he's what he's having doing. so much fun. What's, um, what's it on? Netflix. Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Cool. Yeah. Now, now that he's not like the floppy haired love interest, he's he's getting on. He's like, right, I can just do whatever the fuck do I want. Any kind of role I, I want. Yeah. He's actually a really good actor as well, isn't he? When he when he's not playing that same role, yeah, he is. Like he's, Matthew he's, he's, Hogmanay. He's good in uh, Gentleman. Mm. Gentleman, he's so good in that. So that's Paddington right. Yeah. yeah, I think that that Death to Twenty Twenty. I like the the Karen woman. I don't know her name, <laughs> but she's an absolute Karen, and she's yeah. incredible. I think she's actually called Karen. All <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> she's incredible. She's like, no, I weren't at the White House. Uh, we've got photos. <laughs> she's going there. Fuck you! <laughs> it's, it's so good. Um, I also watched a channel. I think it's a Channel Four thing um, called The Outlaws, which is a sort of uh, comedy drama based in Bristol. So it was nice to watch all the places that I know. And strangely, starring Christopher Walken amongst these local Bristolian actors. Oh, he hasn't retired yet. Oh, I thought he were dead. <laughs> hanging in there. No, he's hanging in. He hasn't collected his P45 from life. Not retired yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the main thing I did was I binged a series called, it's a Dutch series, and in Dutch it's called Nisa, or Nissa, and in English it's called Elves. And it's a, I think it's a six-part Netflix series. Um, Hang on, so Elves in Dutch is called Lisa? Nisa, Nisa, like the shop. Yeah, and that was fun as well. Kind of a horror, kind of a spooky Christmas. Some of them Dutch things are incredible, though, aren't they? Them European stuff. There's some beauties. So, but this one's really worth having a watch of. It's, it is. I mean, I almost want to say save it till next Christmas because it is based over Christmas. But no, it's it's fun. If if you get a chance to watch it, just do it because that's good. And that's it for the kind of the things I've been doing, but. I also made sort of a resolution that I want to start to learn how to make games this year. Oh! Um, yeah, so I kind of come to terms with the fact that Todd Howe is not going to hire me just on my pure beauty. Um, and the so hotel and... encounters that you've had with him. 
well, you know how it is. Hopefully it'll kick me over a desk one day, but I can't have it all. Um, <laughs> there it is. So I'm going to try and learn uh, Blender and Unreal Engine, and they're both um, actually completely free if you don't want to publish anything. Fucking so brilliant. Going to have a play, play at that and devote a significant amount of time. Well, to you are a fantastic artist, so you've already got your foot yeah. in the door. Ah, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. But hopefully, that'll hopefully it'll transfer. But that's something I'm looking forward to doing this year. Oh, the first modern escapism published game. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Something I did try out was the Unreal Engine, the Matrix demo that you guys talked Mental about. Mental in it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I had to walk on cool the city. Oh, Stig actually it's... got to the city. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I, my tea was ready. <laughs> it's massive, isn't it? I didn't expect like oh, yeah. Yeah, to be able to go that far. The smart. only thing, actually, I will say that was a little bit disappointing was uh, when you fly past the buildings. There's nothing going on. Yeah. I know it's a demo. There's nothing going on in the buildings, and the layout of some of those rooms make no sense. Yeah, it's procedurally <laughs> generated, isn't it? The buildings. Yeah. yeah, I was looking at a building, and there was like a photocopier in front of the door, and I was like, "How would anyone get in that room?" <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> cool, cool, excellent. Thank you very much, Gadget. What have um, you been doing? Oh, a myriad of the things. The man who does everything. Oh, I've done far too much. Literally, <laughs> as we podcast right now, I'm also working. I'm doing work while we. Yeah, podcast. we wouldn't let him have the night off. <laughs> no, I'm fucked. Um, so I'll, I'll use this as, as my as my annual shout out for uh, awesome games done quick, which has started today. Yes, so it does. it's not really something I've been doing yet because. It only started uh, two hours before we started this. But, but when this episode hits, you'll have been doing it. Yes, I'll have been doing it. <laughs> so, as 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 a tradition, this is for um, uh, this is the annual speed running uh, festival online where they are um, raising money. I, I can't remember. Is it? I can't remember whether there's Doctors Without Borders or um, I should probably actually look that up. What is it? AGDQ. Yeah, I think it's Doctors Without Borders. Um, well, yeah, they just speed run games, do them as quick as possible, and raise money doing it. And it's a great charity. And I donate to them every year. I buy the T-shirt every year. And there's some fucking cracking games in the lineup. It runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the next week. Um, and yeah, there's some cracking ones I'm really, really interested in seeing. For instance, um, literally as I'm speaking right now, they're doing Death Loop in 25 minutes. Um, they have there's the first time uh, Returnal has been with them they're doing that in an hour oh I can't watch that one then no nope. uh, Keener Bridge of Spirits in 35 minutes oh wow that's like a 15 hour <laughs> game yep Ori in the Blind Forest in under an hour that's on that's a Tuesday that's mad that's mad how do you do these games they must, they must it's a cheese lover's like some kind of joy isn't it it's, it's like just pure cheese like, there's like you, there's no way to get to certain sections of that game without Upgrading to powers. How the fuck do you? It's just glitching it usually. <laughs> Not all the time, but just sometimes they're just really, really fucking good at it. Yeah. Um, bring back a game that I have not seen anyone do in years: Eternal Darkness. Oh, Sanity's Requiem. Oh, yes, that's on Wednesday. Oh. Um, there was a, there is a block of games on Thursday that that you'll enjoy, Oodles, because it's the Castlevania block. Oh, I watched it last time when you showed me. Oh my god, I love the Castlevania blocks and and uh, the Castle Bla- Ca- Castlevania block this time for, for UK time lunchtime. At, um, nice it, is a Ca- uh, Lament of Innocence. Yes, Dracula X. Love it. Circle of the Moon mm. and Castlevania Chronicles. Ooh, okay, Chronicles is fucking hard. Yes. Oh, they've, I'd like to see that. They've got uh, Metal Gear Solid Two blindfolded. 
What? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I folded. <laughs> how, how can... What? There was yeah. a lot of sound cues in that game, yeah. though. And to be fair, he's yeah. just doing the tanker section. But yeah, for the fact Still. that he's, he's doing that in 15 I hope, minutes. I hope Snake just... doesn't get the cold while he's playing it. <laughs> That's going to fuck him up. Just on that, just a quick... Uh, uh, did anyone watch that video I posted in the Discord where that guy completed the full Metal Gear Solid just by crawl? Yes. Yeah. And seeing that, yeah. Not allowed to walk. The only the only time he's allowed to walk oh, is when the game falls. Yeah, when he stands up. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, so well done. Is there what what one here that'll trigger Biggie, which is a uh, Dark Souls all bosses racing? So <laughs> it's basically two people racing to beat all the bosses in Dark Souls. See who comes fastest. Is that an hour and hour and five he's minutes? One of them. Hour, at the moment. hour and twenty five. <laughs> hour and twenty five. Biggie's yeah. in a year and a half. <laughs> It took him 25 years to beat Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Never mind Dark Souls. I'm part of the charity organisation for slow games. <laughs> slow, slow games done bad. <laughs> uh, Saturday afternoon, we've got Earthbound done in an hour, which I'm not sure how they no would way. achieve that. No that, way. That one, which one? Earthbound. Earth. It's on a narrative-based RPG. <laughs> yeah, that one has to be glitchy as fuck. Um, but the, the one I'm looking forward to watching the most, and I'll probably watch, actually watch this one live because normally I tend to watch them on VODs on YouTube. But the, the, the one I'll be watching live is a, a Sekiro Shadows Die Twice in 2 hours 45, blindfolded. Whoa! What? So, Whoa! Yeah, I want to see that. 45, one. I thought, that's fucking doable. Even that's, I could probably do that, but blindfolded? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and at this ridiculous. point, it's just showing off. But yes, I really want to see that. So yeah. That's, um, that's clink, 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 clink. Oh wow, that's yeah. That's a, it's a lot of clinking, but if you also think of how complex the maps are there, and yeah, like the how timing, you timing, jumping, and stuff. Exactly, you don't get any audio cues for when you can grapple onto things. No, you don't. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm really keen to see what comes out of that one. So I'm very excited. So for are that. these? Sorry. So are these live events? Yeah. Are they yeah, live? So this guy is basically saying he can do this, yes. and he'll do it live. He practiced for yeah, he, years. He practiced on Twitch, yeah. Like these, pe- yeah, these people do but, this all the time. It's just a showcase of what they can do. But when you fight a boss, like I can get from the get start of the game. Right, if I go this, hold the fraud button this many yeah. seconds, do that, do this. When you fight a boss and you go out that area, how the fuck do you know where you are? It's mm. just like that's what I don't get. Like, how the hell do they know where they are? Like, I to, watched a blind the run of. Mario, Super Mario 64, and it's tapping the walls and stuff, isn't it, to know where you are? So on Sekiro, mm. every time you hit a wall, it clinks. Uh, so it's just like a like a tradesman going around. Yes. That's a solid wall. It's kind of like, like the Daredevil thing. It's just, it's just using yeah. sound to work out where you are. Echo because, locations because, are going like this. Because of the way stereo sound works <laughs> in games now, you know, if you, yeah. in Sekiro, if you clang, clang your sword off a wall, it'll make one sound. A little bit further down, it'll sound different. Yes. So it's just. Mm. It's literally knowing how the sound works. And the grass game sounds out. differently to the mud, the water, and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, but who has the fucking time? <laughs> to do but that tends to be their Speed job, runners. doesn't it? Yeah, that it tends, tends to be their job. Professional gamers. Yeah. But, uh, it's all that G fuel, mate. Absolutely. It mutates their ears, makes them faster. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the main thing I want to talk about, though, is uh, over Christmas and kind of um, up to yesterday, actually. Uh, me and Pip have been playing It Takes Two. <laughs> so the, the, the song? No, the game. Oh, oh right. <laughs> so this is... Um, <laughs> this is developed by Hazelight Studios, um, directed by the, the very famous, very sweary Joseph Fares. Fuck the Oscars. Yeah, fuck the Oscars. <laughs> um, 
Uh, for the context that one, at the Game Awards, he literally stood up on stage at a family event and said, fuck the Oscars. He were hammered. Oh, he was slaughtered. <laughs> he was fucking uh, hammered. And now Jeff Keighley won't let a microphone anywhere near him. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I think he's brilliant. Oh, he's hysterical. Poor old um, Jeff. So Hazelight Studios, are um, they did, uh, they've done a few co-op games. They did um, uh, Brothers. Is it Brothers? A Way Out. Yeah, Brothers Tale of Two Sons. That's it, Brothers Tale of Two Sons. They did a way out. And this is their latest game. And each of their games has been some kind of co-op or kind of interesting experience with Yeah, Brothers was single player, but But you you could play it co-op, couldn't you? Yeah, you could play co-op. Control two characters at once or something strange like that. Yeah, and I I mean, I'd I'd heard reasonably good things about this one. I had high hopes because me and Stig played through uh, A Way Out last year and we both kind of enjoyed it. It was like a 7 out of 10 game. It's funny, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Um... This one follows the story of a married couple who are going through, well, they're starting the process of divorcing. Ah, the dream. Yeah, they're not not getting on, and the story starts with them basically telling their young seven-year-old weaponized cute daughter that um, they are splitting up. And then the the daughter, for some reason, has a book on, um, on how to fix a marriage by some random psychologist. Um, and she's, she's carrying around these dolls that she's made of her parents. And, you know, the whole magic fantasy thing, she kind of gets upset, she cries, the tears land on the dolls, the, the parents wake up, they are the dolls. The potent and, you, and the ch- children's tears are very strong magical energies. They, they need to be regulated. <laughs> they do. <laughs> uh, and and what, pro- what proceeds is um, a kind of a fantasy, honey, I shrunk the kids, random, cooperative kind of game. But I'll tell you what, it is one of the most creative games I've ever played. Um, I I can see why it got Game of the Year at the Game Awards uh, this last year. Oh yeah, it did, didn't it? Because it's like there was a lot of clever shit in a way out, and a lot of really interesting storytelling stuff. This just takes it to the next level. It's enormous. Well, you like me and Stig finished uh, a way out in like five hours, I think. This is like fifteen hours. There's so much game there. It's there's tons of it. Um, and we both just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's well presented. The graphics are great. It runs really well. There's no kind of, you know, issues with playing kind of couch co-op. Um, the soundtrack soundtrack is phenomenal. A lot of the incidental music is incredible. Um, as we were playing, it kind of it it taught me and Pip a couple of different things. For starters, it taught Pip how to play the games because Pip's not a gamer. Um, but what the game does is, you know, as you're exploring through the world, you've got platforming challenges, you've got little mini games that you need to get involved with, like you get new abilities or or new things to do in each level, and they all involve different bits of the controller. So Pip's act- actively learning how to use the controller as she's going on, and there's a couple of bits where she's getting frustrated. She can't do any of the flying sections, anything in 3D <laughs> space, which is, which is useless. I mean, she would never that. get that complete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell Kate this and say, look. Gadgets. Yeah. yeah. Other half. She played it with um with him, and she didn't. She doesn't game. Yeah. So it, it, it was like the first two hours. Pip really struggled with it, and then kind of gradually got into it. It was it was the twin stick, uh, like the moving with the left stick and uh, camera with the right stick that she struggled with. Which I it's think second nature to with us, but to, yeah. to mm. people that don't play, it's um, like what is this? But yeah. So it kind of taught Pip how to play video games, and it taught me kind of a bit more patience Restraint. with her learning. <laughs> no, no, that's what it was. It was, it was. it was patient because what I was doing is because I am a gamer. We were going to a level. Pip's working out how to get the camera to face where we need to, and I've already solved all the puzzles. Oh, man. And it's just like, it's like I had to, it was by about a halfway point in the game, I had to kind of pull back and go, okay, no, she needs to be solving the puzzles as well. And we kind of then found a balance. By the end of the game, we were working really well in sync. There are some 
there's some evil platforming sections in that game. There's some real precise stuff going on, but they're kind of in the late half of it. But it's visually stunning. The music is wonderful. The performances are pretty good. Um, not, I'm not going to say they're amazing, but they're pretty good. They're much better than they are in uh, A Way Out. <laughs> you uh, fucking mook. Yeah, the, 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 the child, the child <laughs> out, is man. weaponized cute is also terrifying. Like, anytime you see the human characters, they kind of walk around like mannequins and they have these really flat faces. It's quite surreal. Uh, but like when they're in the kind of the miniature world, everything's really well animated and lush and beautiful. You get to kill a lot of wasps, so it's already game of the year for me. I fucking hate wasps. <laughs> yep. Get to destroy a lot of wasps. Um with vengeance actually. Uh and yeah, I just I really, really rate it. I don't think it would be I don't think joking aside, I don't think it would actually be my game of the year, but definitely my t- one of my top five of last year. It's really, really good. I commend, def- I commend I commend that game because I watched on I watched with my son uh, a, a young lad he had cerebral palsy playing with that game with his dad and he had the Xbox you know the adaptability controller yeah. that they've got yeah. and my god the joy on that kid's face and his dad is like I'm getting to play an incredible game with my son and I was like I were in tears me I was like oh my god <laughs> and it was it was a scene of particular I'm not going to spoil it but it's to do with an, an elephant oh no, no. oh god no. I was I was just I was mortified and this young kid Obviously, his reactions are completely different because he's got cerebral palsy and stuff like that. But he, the kid was crying, the dad was crying, and I'm crying. <laughs> my, son, my son's going, will you just grow up? I'm like, you'll get there one day, boy, you'll get there. You know what, I'll tell you, I, I actually did mention that, to, that bit in a spoiler tag in the Discord. Angry Kurt thought that was funny. What? Yeah, he's a wronging him. He's a he fucking swearing wrong and he keeps... No, man, that, that he needs... Intervention time for that boy. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll send punk round. <laughs> he has not earned his best boy status this year so far. He, to be fair to him, he reined it back on his Spider Man uh, spoiler. He's, he said WTF rather than what the fuck. <gasps> it's close enough. <laughs> yeah, but he, he did rein it back. I can't believe they had to go through a court case about the name of the game. Yeah. Because it sounds so similar to It Takes no, Two. No, it, it's to do with two, yeah, oh, two, yeah. two, Take Two uh, Interactive, isn't it? Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Stupid! A it's massive a, it, conglomerate jumping down on a little, a little oh no, studio's so game. <laughs> Grow up! They do it all the time. I, I saw one once where Apple went after this uh, organic food company because they'd use a pear as their logo, Fuck and off, like, Apple. oh, people could get confused. And I'm like, no, they're not. No one is buying <laughs> a, a delivered to their home organic food delivery service from. Yeah, you're not going in there. Going, have you got any Macs in here? Think it, thinking this is Apple. <laughs> Why can't like, I log on to this fucking pair? Stop being it's great. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah. I hate that shit. Just, yeah, it's just fucking oh, yeah, stupid. It, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And and it, it was like a stress that um Hazel Light didn't need because what they've what they've done is actually put out a really artistic game. It's yeah. full of it's full of lovely performances. Graphically, it I mean I was we were playing it on the Series X. It looks really, really nice. Oh, it does look and stunning. It, and it, it does that thing that the medium did where it's, it is rendering two separate scenes at once but the medium you, isn't good <laughs> the medium isn't good but because you you can get really far away from each other well it's not like other couch co-op games where you get a certain distance and the other teleports to you um you you can well, go that's to the other reason the like level. couch co-op died wasn't it for like rendering issues and stuff like yeah, that it just basically, yeah. you couldn't do it anymore yeah we they've, they've managed to get their mojo back with it and obviously you can play it online co-op as well if you want the full screen alternative but. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's just really fucking good and absolutely worth your time to play. And if if, if you're not on Game Pass or anything like that, you it, one one person can buy the game and then the other person play it for free. Wow, nice. So wow. you got an Xbox candy. Pardon? 
You got an Xbox. I do. I got a Series X. Do you want to play it with me? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Because yeah. trying to get, I, I was asking Kate to, but you'll never. That's a good happen. candy stick stream, that. <laughs> yeah, get a I was stream. I say on. we could stream That's it. Really good idea, that. And at the end, you might yeah. get married. Mm, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll divorced. That's yeah. not a no. <laughs> right, that's it. I quit. <laughs> quit the pod. You know what? Do you want to play next gadget with uh, flip flop? What? Um. Human Fall Flat. Oh, they're so oh, no, good. We'll kill each other. We'll kill <laughs> so each other. Good. Play that. I love that game. It's daft as all. I played that with uh, Super Natty Cat a couple of like a month or so ago, and I think we played it until we just lost our minds. <laughs> I, I had to stop playing that game. From I would just, you know, when you laugh so hard, it, not even when you've broken your ribs, Stig, but when you laugh so hard, your ribs are just crushing, and it's just off of that. Human Fall Flat made me howl. <laughs> I was stoned. But. Of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, still. Any, yeah, anyway, it takes two. Play it. Just play it. It's really fucking good. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good way to spend 15 hours with, with a good friend or your it's partner. It's cheap as well, isn't it? Well, it's free on Game Pass, and I think it's like 30 quid everywhere else. That's cheap for a game that's game of the year, isn't it? They usually ramp up the price to a big, a big mm. awards winner like that. Yeah. That's cool. Excellent. Excellent. Right. Now, on to me. Whew. Guys, I've entered the crypto world. <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear about this. I mean, you, you mentioned this on Monday. I've been falling to it. hear about this. You're a crypto bro. So I've, I've written down, some, because you know me, I ain't got a clue what I'm doing <laughs> in life. So I, I was gifted a uh, what's called a crypto wallet by a colleague that will remain unnamed um, for legal purposes and all that jazz uh, for Secret Santa at work. Um, now a crypto wallet. Sounds better than mine. As far as I, <laughs> as far as I am led to believe, is a secure place to put your crypto stuff in it. Yes, uh, coins and stuff like that. Now I I set up this wallet. It gave me a link to set it up and gave me a massive like passphrase code that I had to enter in. It was like bridge, necklace. Trees, and they had to do about twenty-five. It was like Winter Soldier. I was going to say, are you the, are you the Winter Soldier? Was it actually just triggering you to go kill somebody? Kill somebody? No. So I entered all this, and I was like, right, I'm in. I'm in, and I looked, and there was a little pixelated shape, like a diamond photo in there. And I quickly found out using a few internet uh, searches and stuff. I was the owner of an NFT, guys. Oh, fucking hell! Yeah, I was gifted an NFT. It's like a little pixelated diamond, like. It was a pink diamond thing, just really small. And I, I was struggling to wrap my head around <laughs> what to do with it. Because, you know, I've been talk, talking in our Discord, like, what is this? What am I? Who am I? That kind of thing. Just proper existential crisis since the, since the phrase NFT came to be. I believe it's non-fungible token, which I still don't mm-hmm. know what that means. Yeah, that's right. So, so uh, non, non-fungible token means it's, it's, it's entirely unique. So... Um, a, a, a five pound note is a fungible token because there are many like it. Yes, yes. That's that's that's. Do you know what? That is a really good layman's many way like to explain these it. as well. If I right click and save it, I don't give a shit about all this blockchain oh, stuff. It's, garbage, it's a fucking man. digital picture. So grow up, <laughs> grow up, everybody. So <laughs> what I did was I did some research. So I went to a little website called OpenSea, and I I sold my NFT. <laughs> For for something, I've written it down, 29.01205 of something called Dogecoin. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't have a clue what this meant. (laughs) 
So <laughs> I was the owner of 29 point something or other Dogecoins. So I put that back in my wallet. So I spent the better part, part of a week over the uh, Christmas break buying and trading and converting this Dogecoin between <laughs> random named cryptocurrencies. Uh, there was, uh, but basically I was like a cyber Jordan Belfort, really. Um, sure, that's what you were. Yeah. So it yeah. turns out by the end, I've profited a huge turnover, guys, of exactly... 19 point 23, 19 pound point 23 pence. Whoa, steady on. <laughs> yes. Which, in my, in my haste... Watch out, Bezo. I cashed out 19 pounds into my PayPal wallet. And forgetting uh, that Coinbase took a 99p hit of that, <laughs> the little bastards. Which, and, and I also forgot that I left 23 pence on my... In my what what it's called ACLX Alchemix coins, <laughs> <laughs> which I forgot about until today. So what I wanted to do live was see if that's profited by anything. <laughs> Unlikely <laughs> on my Coinbase. So it was what was it twenty three pence. So live revealed on my Coinbase that is now my balance. Can you read that? £3.25. Oh, £3.25. I am a high roller in <laughs> Alchemix coins. Imagine if you just left that £19 in there. Yeah, I'd have a lot more money, wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, what I've come to the terms of is that um, Kenny Gamer 2021 is dead. Long live Crypto Kenny 2022. <laughs> crypto Kenny. I am the, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm Crypto Kenny. Now I, I'm, in, I, I'm in a world that I have no, no rights to be in. Candy, can, 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 can you do a t shirt of like a, a, a portrait of Oodles, like one of the bored apes? Yes. <laughs> I will do that the same Oodles, <laughs> I want you to keep that money, yeah. that £3.25, yeah. in that account. Just trade it all year. Don't touch I won't, it. I won't see where it gets to. Yeah. Then, yeah. I, but I'm, I'm getting. What happens if it goes minus? Do I owe them money? What happens? No. Does it just stop. Yeah, you just. I don't understand. I'm so just... scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's like no. it's like stocks. If you own negative value stocks, you have to wait for the value to yeah, go up. Nothing happens. Yeah. I thought so because I, I understand stocks and, but yeah, I'm, I'm currently on Alchemix and and looking at this Coinbase is um the God's Coin God's Coin. Is now up twenty two point fifteen percent. So I might put that three pound twenty five into God's coin live on the show, <laughs> and and just see. Yeah, this is. I think this is going to be my 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 weekly feature of Crypto Kenny twenty twenty two. Instead of playing your clickbait games, you'll be playing this. Instead. Yeah, I just, I, I just, it was a, it was a good gift because it kept my brain thinking throughout. Better than like a Cliff Richard poster or whatever, and. I, I've profited literally. I don't know how much this NFT. I, I can't imagine this person spent more than ten pound on this NFT. And now I look at like on this OpenSea NFT bidding site, and some of them are worth ten thousand pounds and stuff like that. No, some of them are up for sale for ten thousand pounds. Doesn't mean they're mm. worth anything. Oh, right. I still don't understand what some it is. have been sold for ridiculous money. Yeah, it's mm. fucking stupid. I'm not going to go back into the NFT world because I've seen I've seen how nasty and negative it is on the environment. So I'm glad I sold that off. Do you want to know what makes me laugh about all that? I know we don't really get into all this kind of stuff, but somebody um, was moaning about their NFT being hacked into and stolen. Well, yeah. 
And then they were like, oh, there needs to be some kind of like law against this and stuff. And I was like, hang on, you, this is all set up to avoid that stuff. Yeah. Like it's also, it's all set up to not be regulated. Yeah. But now because you've been hacked, you want it to be regulated. Like that doesn't, they didn't have a good enough wallet then, did they? Yeah. Like, My wallet's secure with a 24 That's why it's just key. stupid. Mine's really? safe. Yeah, like N- N- NFTs are just abs- absolute bollocks. There's a, there's a really good couple of episodes of Behind the Bastards which go into cryptocurrency and NFTs, and it's worth giving them a listen if you've got any interest in them. Um, I have now. Crypto Kenny. <laughs> it, it obviously doesn't paint them in a good light since it's on Behind the Bastards. Yeah, that's but, true. Am I a yeah. baddie now, then? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Hmm. Yep. Now? now. <laughs> Closer to an arsehole. Have you bought an NFT? Candy's crazy. You know. I should do though. Yeah. Who knows? But no, I don't have any NFTs. I do have some crypto though. Actually, I oh, sold crypt- a bit over yeah. Christmas to keep me going. Is your profit more than I do? That's... Well, I think so because I've got. What, I'm just looking at it now, and I've got one which is um, for a game called My Neighbor Alice. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a- NFTs within the game. Yeah. I don't understand it, but I know enough to copy somebody else who told me to get this. Um, and I bought it at about $9, and it's gone between about, at the moment, it's bouncing between about $11 and $24. Love it. So it's super volatile. Love it. <laughs> but this is it. We are now the Wall Street Journal of podcasts. We need to change as, uh, <laughs> as tagging. We're, we're not comedy anymore. We're, we're financial. Speaking, <laughs> now you've got your crypto wallet, mm-hmm. it, you can use your, um, get a Turkish PSN account. Uh, mate, I've already use, done it. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's what I, I've got a couple of games on a Turkish PSN account now. Yeah, the Argentina, so the Argentina method is getting a, a bit volatile yeah. lately. So, I'm, I'm, you're speaking to Crypto Kenny 2022. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the title for the episode: Sick. Crypto Kenny 22. But yeah, that's that's the main thing I want to do without spoiling the the, the special <laughs> that we're going to do. I'm I'm in the cyber world. Um, yeah, and this time next year I'll be a millionaire. Rodders. Should we each put a tenner on some crypto? No, I'm not putting my own money on it. <laughs> I don't understand it. Sting, neither do I, but I'm no making one does. money. <laughs> Just seems like a massive scam that's going to bubble. Yeah, and, and I'm burst, probably going to get arrested, aren't I? <laughs> everyone keeps saying that, oh, the bubble will burst, but then what happens if it doesn't? And everyone who could have well, I know. got it. When Sterling crashes, I'm going to have some um, God's coin ready and waiting. Who <laughs> is it? Is it? Lily Allen or something, didn't she do some gig for pizzas or something, or order pizzas and pay it in crypto or something? You can pay on crypto like with a lot of if, things now. If a company accepts it, yeah. then that's mm. fine, isn't it? It's a, a lot just, of places it's, take it's a, Bitcoin, don't yeah. they? Yeah. It's made loads of money for her or something. She's made I think you can, can buy Tesla with crypto coin in, in America. Oh, yeah, Of course you can. He's well yeah, into he loves it. it. He, He's he one of the, the worst. Dogecoin, because, doesn't he, Elon Musk? He was the one that pushed Dogecoin up and then mm. sold all his stock. Yeah. And then it, yeah, when it got high, he bought loads and then sold oh, it. He's, he's, it he's the king high. of the pump and yeah. dump. Well, do it, do it, do yeah, exactly. it. My, my, Don't follow my very bad research <laughs> on it. I'll do. It seems like all crypto is influencer involved. It's literally... Yes. If you've got the influence, you can make or break it. Like like kings mm. of yore, like the old Tudor times. Yeah, yeah. It's if a billionaire says buy yeah, this, it just becomes. You're doesn't buy it, it, but then you, but then they're you not don't know when he's escapism. When they're pull out. Is, I I don't know. You need server farms and stuff, and we haven't got there. <laughs> not, not 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 specifically to create a coin. You can create a coin with just a bit of code. It doesn't take much. You just. Yeah, no, d- just don't get into it. It's a fucking We're scam. Not. But, yeah. I'm doing it as a joke to see to see if that three pound twenty five becomes something. our new uh, part of the biggie bundle. You get uh, <laughs> one pound in ME coin. coin. 
<laughs> Biggie box. And then we're going to. Biggie box. There we go. Biggie box. Then we're going to have the NFTs. Oh, it's going to be great. All of our Scott <laughs> Sheep the, characters as NFTs. Yeah. No, no, the, no, the NFTs are going to be bored oodles. <laughs> yeah. I've seen them, apes, and they are, they are a lot of money. Yeah, just They're shit though. Just th- thousands <laughs> of AI copies of, of different variations of oodles, <laughs> slightly different coloured hair. Yeah, it's usually like a different coloured background or some nonsense, isn't it? But yeah, I- I've seen now as well, like based going off those apes that people try and start and do their own. Like there is one which basically looks like an MS Paint dog. Yes, and they just keep changing the colour and putting like glasses yeah, and stuff on it. But it looks like it's all getting big. It looks like it's all done within uh, Microsoft Paint. I think Justin Justin Bieber bought like a. Um, it looks like like a Zelda looking thing, and now everyone's buying these Zelda looking things. So that's this is why these game companies are getting into it now. I think. Yeah, uh, the people who make who came up with the idea of the Bored Apes one, they, they've made a cartoon based on the Bored oh, Apes course universe. Course and apparently, it's one of the worst things humanity has ever created. <laughs> yeah, but I bet they're rolling in it. Yeah, I, I, like, like, like Gadget informed me a, a few weeks back about the, the the horrendous dark side to NFTs. I'm, I'm glad I sold it off. Yeah, but I'm I'm sticking mm. with this uh, three pound twenty five worth of God's <laughs> coin. So we have an update at the end of the pod. Um, it's already gone down <laughs> <laughs> since I got it, and it's gone. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I've just I just it was just it was it's just fun, isn't it? A little bit of fun. Um, and as a, again, I didn't put any of my own capital into it, and the person that sent me it is howling at how I'm speaking to them, saying, "What do I do?" Because this person makes a living off it. In a way, like a second living off it. So, yeah, it's it's funny. It's like watching a monkey with a stick, basically, <laughs> just not knowing what to do with things. But that's been my week. So, Crypto Kenny, welcome to the world. <laughs> the future. Right. Okay. Now it's time to go to the main event of. So we've changed things up a little bit now, guys. So what we're going to do every week. You won't know it's a massive difference, but we're going to let each of us, one of us a week, dictate the main topic of what we're going to do. So, for instance, this week's my topic, and we're going to be talking about what we're going to be talking about. Next week's going to be someone else. And we will let you know, don't worry. But it just means that the person whose person's topic is, they've got a bit more agency to it. They can control what we do. It could be a big concept topic. It could be just a simple Christmas quiz that's shocking. Um <laughs> So yeah, that's all, that's all the change that we're doing this year. Not much spring cleaning, because you know what I mean. You can po- you can't polish a turd. So, <laughs> what are we talking about this week? Does anybody know? Well, this week it's all about what the fuck do we want in twenty twenty two? That's catchy. Oh, that that'd be a good. Idea yeah, for podcasts, yeah, really that. good. Yeah, we should do a section on that. Yeah, we should definitely do that. But yeah, it's simple. Um, what are we looking forward to and stuff like? Very simple for the first change up. I'm I'm taking charge, and yeah, it's what we want. What, what we're looking forward to? Anything in media, really? Maybe not even media, but let's just start as we mean to go on with uh, candy. I knew you're gonna do me first. Oh, um, mine's gonna be an obvious <laughs> one. I know there's there's gonna be a collective groan here. Um, I'm looking forward to Starfield. Oh, we know. I'm looking forward to Starfield. Yeah, I was going to say it, wasn't I? I put it down as my honourable mention. uh, If it comes out. Yeah, big if. (laughs) It's it's definitely coming out. So it's actually coming out on the 11th of November, which is 11 years to the day from Skyrim. Oh, that's Um, cool. Yeah, I think um, it's been said before, they like 
releasing games where the the numbers are all the same because obviously we do dates differently to uh, the states. But yeah, it's the first new IP from Bethesda Game Studios since forever, I think, probably about twenty odd years. Isn't it since they took over um, Fallout. <laughs> I think so. No, I think I think it actually is because yeah. Fallout's not their IP. It's interplay, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, and um, Elder Scrolls is theirs. I think. Yeah, I think it is. Um, so yeah, first big non Fallout, non Elder Scrolls game, um, and it's the first. It's going to be their first next gen game as well. So PS, sorry X, yeah, no, it's coming out on PS Five as well. Actually, full, full whack. which will probably <laughs> yeah, which will probably be the last yeah. Bethesda Game Studios that does. It's yeah. probably to do with contracts. That one, isn't it? Well, yeah, because yeah, it's already think it been is. agreed with Sony it was coming yeah. out before Microsoft bought out Bethesda. Yeah, and Xbox have said that Bethesda games are going to be released only where Game Pass is available. So it'll definitely be on Xbox and it'll probably be on PC. And Nintendo Switch when Game Pass comes to that. Maybe, maybe Steam Deck. We don't know. Yeah. Really. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a space game. It's a space exploration game. Is it? loads of different planets apparently um it's been described kind of as fallout in space it's also been described as a hand solo simulator Ooh, um you've got me at that yeah but then how much can you believe <laughs> it's <the> question <laughs> from what's being said just works hired but 16 just, times the detail no, but the, well, the, you would the, hope the worst it's comes more 16 times the i mean you know me and my history with bethesda they're not my favorite type of games but they're not the worst at hyping it. Do you know what I mean? That's, I know, that's the problem. They're very good at hyping it, not so very good at building it. It's not Hello Games, though, is it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, usually it's worth the hype because you can't say that Skyrim exactly. wasn't a good game. You can certainly say that Fallout 76 wasn't a good Skyrim's game. Skyrim's a phenomenon. It's it's like, it, it's up there with GTA Five as a phenomenon. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's massive. And they've got... Uh, They've got so much to prove with this game as well, um, especially since Fallout 76. People are going to be looking and is this make or break of Bethesda, especially they've got the Xbox money now. As they, uh, you know, It's essentially probably been built since long before Microsoft bought them oh, out. Yeah. So, but, you know, the last sort of year, when would it have been? So basically the last year they would have had the extra Microsoft money. So whether they've made any extra acquisitions with staff, I'm not sure. Hopefully they have. Has Hopefully there been any they... footage of this yet? There's very little. Concept trailers, isn't there? Yeah, wow. there's there's trailers and we've got a definite release date and there's a lot of... Um, and it's hard sci-fi as art... well. Proper nice, like, yeah. like ships glued together, that kind of sci-fi. Yeah, and it's a hard RPG as well, is what yeah. it's being described as as well. So probably a little more like Oblivion than Skyrim, I would think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot of uh, concept art come out, come out. There's been some of the music's been released. They played that at the um, at the Skyrim anniversary concert last month. No, November it was. Um, so yeah, I'm just really excited to see what they do. And I really, really, for Bethesda's sake, because you know I'm a Bethesda fan girl, but just for their sake, I really, really do hope it's good. Because this is it's it's really going to be the test. And releasing Fallout seventy six, they've made their own lives more difficult. The fact that they've released a game that was seen to be that bad, and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. So it's not me slagging off Bethesda, but it, the masses, I think we can all agree, did not like this game. So they really have to come back swing to get back some of the goodwill of the um, of the ga- of the gamers. 
<laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited. And you know, before I hired out the cinema to um, to play a couple of games, and I think I'm going to be doing that on the day it's released as well. Like hire out the cinema for four hours and just see it on the big screen. And really excited. I love the idea of that. It sounds like you're like this well-off person and just go, I'm hiring your cinema for the day. It's, it's not unaffordable, especially if you, I think you can have like, I think it was up to 10 people. And it's, um, at the time, I don't know if it's the same now, wow. it was 120 quid for two hours. So if you all chip in a, a 10, That's not ridiculous, quid, is it? It's not no. ridiculous, no. And you can do whatever you want with it. You can take your Xbox, your PlayStation, you can see a film, you can watch DVDs, you can just watch YouTube. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, you can Come do whatever on, guys, you want. guys, we're going to watch PewDiePie in the cinema. <laughs> well, we watched, we actually watched the... Um, could you just go and look at the Pornhub comments on a massive cinema Yeah, screen. could I do that? think so they don't have mm. hmm, I think <laughs> <birthday> present. Mm. <laughs> but yeah we watched the opening to death stranding and um by the end of it i think half the cinema world staff were sitting in there with us just watching I it bet it looks <laughs> incredible on those big mm. screens and no quality was lost that oh. i could see at what all about there's no lag or anything like that no, oh. no it was fine it was fine because mm. those screens are They're fully digital now aren't they oh. Yeah, the 4K, I think. Mm. I did pick the ladies' brains. I was like, I just need to ask you everything because I'm a nerd. Uh, can I put um, HDR on, that... love? <laughs> <laughs> and Aimbot. But yeah, no, really excited, for, <laughs> really excited for Starfield. And I hope it does well. I think I what it needs good. to do to hit me, someone that's not... Like, I like Fallout 4 um, and all its faults. I don't like Skyrim. And you know why? Because I feel like I'm ice skating throughout the game. Ice skating, yeah. And when you hit somebody with a sword... You're not hitting anything, that kind of thing. Um, I want this game to just feel... If I can, like, let's say, let's put it into Star Wars um, like methodology. Like, I could fly down on a planet, I could go to a spaceport, buy a new spaceship, walk around in my spaceship in space, just be a junker or a, that kind of thing. If I can do that, that game's getting bought. Do you know what I mean? Cause, well, I think there are factions. Like they've they've already said, I think there's going to be factions like Fallout. Yeah, because I, so, I I do like a space a space based game, and I like space shooters and stuff like that. And well, Elite is trying to do that. Isn't yeah, it? Elite. They've had issues with the super nerdy though, isn't sections, it? Yeah. Elite's too deep for me. It's too like it's got its own currency and stuff, hasn't it? It's got its own like real world like. Ramifications, but if it's just a nice, I think that's Eve Online. You think? Oh, am I thinking of that? I, mm. Probably. I can't. They're all the same. Yeah, Elite did the expansion. Oh, is Elite Dangerous? Year. Isn't on it f- that one? Yeah, on foot on PC, but they've had issues, so it's not on console. Oh, yeah, I, I, did, I did play Elite on PS4. To see how that I works. Played on PS4, and I just found the ship controls to be really hard. To try and VR, that's fun. <laughs> Pretty much. I just, I, I just want it to feel good. That's all I ask for Bethesda games. I just want it to. I want a bit of weight to the combat. Mm. I mean, if it's shooting and stuff like that, it's fine anyway. Because I can only play Skyrim if I'm an archer. Because that's the only thing I can do. Um, but yeah, I, I, if it's got some weight to it, it's got. I'm not bothered if it's massively. I don't need a full solar system or a full galaxy. I just. I want. I, don't, I want reason to be in the world, if you get what I mean. Like Skyrim, you yeah. can get lost for forever and never do the main path, but I still feel like I, I'm not really there, if you get me. And maybe it's because I came to it really late. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely keen. Yeah, it does. Uh, Skyrim, I suppose, probably does feel a little bit janky now. Another thing that they really do have to improve is that creation engine. Are they still using the same thing? 
Yeah. <sighs> and it's got the same it's got the same bugs and everything that it has Yay. since Oblivion times, but I mean the um, I mean the creation engine's still partly quake. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's based on the quake engine. So when the flying you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna glitch through a full planet <laughs> and get out of the ship with its that, car. That's where the Microsoft money will go to Elder Scrolls Six. I hope so. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, there's other games that that have used essentially the same engine for like the last twenty, twenty five odd years, and they've just they've managed to update it enough that you would never know that it's yeah. an old engine. Yeah, of course. So it can, it be, can done. be done. It's just hopefully that that's where they put their money towards. Well, using use an in house engine means it's cheaper and you're supposed to supposedly quicker, but mm. this is not very quick. <laughs> it's, it's taken a long there's time. There's no chance this game doesn't have some kind of junk somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no chance. They've probably added it in. Oh yeah. <laughs> Excellent. That's, that's a really... Uh, any more? For any more? Or you got some honourable mentions later on? I've got a shit ton of honourable mentions. Fantastic. <laughs> we'll, we'll move on to me now. Um, I've got two small things that I want to chat about that I'm really looking forward to. The first one is Relayer. I don't know if you've heard of this uh, for PlayStation Xbox, coming in March, I believe, uh, by uh, Kodakawa Games, uh, from the creators of uh, small little RPGs, yes? Uh, God Wars. <laughs> But, intriguingly enough, in collaboration with Red Hook Studios of Darkest Dungeon Ooh. fame... Ooh. Oh, hang on, you've got my attention. Yeah, now, I thought yeah. I would. So, <laughs> imagine a game that plays like Fire Emblem, but it's set in right. space where humanity discovers an alien race called the Relayers. And basically, it's grid, turn-based, Gundam JRPG. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be... I'm just d- 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 drooling a little bit you, 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 if you If you go on YouTube and watch the trailer to Relay, you're like, oh, oh, oh. And you look at the comments, everyone's going, oh, we don't deserve this. It just... It's called Relayer. <laughs> Relayer, yeah. Relayer. R-E-L-A-Y-E-R. It looks proper up my street, and I'm really, really looking forward to this. Um, the second thing I'm really looking forward to, Stignow's Moon Knight is coming to Disney+. Plus. Now, I don't know exactly the date. Do you know the, the exact date, Stig? Um, I think it's summer-ish. I already had it up. Yeah, so it's coming some point this year. So, for a few people that don't know, it's, it's, guess what? It's MCU. Yay! Um, not everyone knows who Moon Knight is. Um, it's a character, the, the character's name is Mark Spector. Uh, it's created by uh, Doug uh, Moench and artist Don Perlin, which they're uh, royalty in Marvel. Um, basically, the story, I'll get the Wikipedia entry to, it's better than me explaining. So, the son of a rabbi, Mark Spector, is a former Marine and CIA operative who becomes a mercenary, despite his conflicted feelings about violence and morality. So, he's, he's already on the fence of what his, what his chosen career path is. Um, in Sudan... He is mortally wounded, and Spectre is brought into a recently unearthed tomb for shelter and placed before a statue of the Egyptian moon god, Khonshu. And basically, after that, he returns back to the US. And he's Marvel's Batman, basically. <laughs> um, however, he has got multiple personality disorder, PTSD, and I'm not talking about the pills in the alleyway PTSD. I'm talking deep in Middle East war, PTSD and stuff like that. And he's brutal. And if you don't know what Moonlight, Moon Knight looks like, it's the the look, he looks incredible. And he's going to be played by, um, what's his name? Um, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Oh, he's good. Not so much in X-Men, but he's good. 
<laughs> like a bit of Oscar Isaac, and I'm just really, really looking forward to it because it's it's how I felt when like Guardians of the Galaxy were coming out. No one had heard of that unless you're into comics. Oh, who's this Groot? Who's this raccoon? And then it became just cultural touchstone, didn't it? Everyone's like, oh, I know this now, and everyone's into it. I hope Moon Knight hits like that because it's one of my favourites. Think Deadpool meets Batman in a in a weird way, and you're kind of there. I don't know how... He looks fucking great. Yeah. The the character model, just if you just Google him and look at him, he's big in his white suit. Yeah, he looks... It's just... It's so, they, they created it as the antithesis of Batman. He's, he's, he's brightly lit and stuff like that, and it's just cool. It's just really cool, and I don't know how Marvel are going to bring this almost Punisher-esque type character to the MCU. It's almost a piss take, isn't it, really? Almost. This, Batman is the Dark he's, Knight. Yeah, he's the Moon Knight, yeah. Yeah, moon is bright. Exactly, exactly. It's yeah. it's, it's just going to be it's just gonna be, it's, it's going to be a dark comedy. I feel it has to be not not like slapstick like Deadpool, but because there are some deep stuff to it. But I'm just proper looking forward to it. And you know, I like me some MCU. I've got a question. Oh, so do you now hearing that because it's not something that I would have thought they'd bring out? Then now literally trying to bring out almost every Marvel character and we're going to get oversaturization of just comic book this, a series, a movie. It's just going to, the you know, it's the balloon's going to burst at some point, I think, if Marvel aren't careful. I think... Because there's they've got a lot of success at the moment, don't get me wrong, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. But I think at some point you're just going to be like, oh, no. Me and Stig talked Marvel. about that's, this. That's inevitable. Yeah. With, with anything that comes out, it's inev- inevitable. So I think they're probably just striking whilst the iron's hot. The heart. best thing about Marvel properties is the genre, how, how different genres can be. Um, DC's is full of gods, isn't it? Just alien gods that are just immortal. Marvel, we, we talked about it on as a Hawkeye special, that it's got some really like ground level, just people you can relate to that have got issues and you can have comedy, you can have drama, you can have, I don't know, anything really. It's, that's, that's how it's sticking, just because it's got Marvel under it. And yeah, Moon Knight might eventually meet Winter Soldier or somebody like that. That's just fan service, isn't it? But the fact of the matter is, look how many Marvel properties have existed before the MCU. You had Blade and stuff like that. In, in, in obviously, Blade existed, Fantastic Four existed. Nothing to do with each other. Completely different genres of films, weren't there? And nobody... Yeah, they just seem like odd choice of characters. They just seem like there's more famous stuff that you there can is, do. There is, there is. Off the top of my head, but it's just... I think what, I, I, I think like what they're doing choices. is... They've got an idea. They've got the, yeah, that's idea. what I think. And they've, 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 they've looked into the catalogue. Like, Moon Knight is a fan favourite. People adore him. It, but it's, it is... It's really deep cuts. And it's been, it's been going years, but they're, they're looking in... I, I think what they're doing is they've got genre pieces in mind and then they're picking the character to reflect that genre piece rather than picking the character and then adapting it to that. I might be wrong. I want to see Rom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might be wrong, but that's how I feel like they're doing it. They're picking these genre, like these concepts and who would be best for that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's not... I don't think it's stale yet. I mean, you, you talk to some of these... Directors and they think it's stale. <laughs> These harder in directors. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not not so much from that point. I just think it's just like there's so much going on. There's so much coming out, and like you know, I'm just saying. I just think maybe people are just going to get fed up and move on because they're obviously successful at the moment. You only have to look at what happened with Spider-Man's latest movie. Yeah, broke records. You know, it's, it's yeah, 
for me, it's like you, I, I think you see Marvel, the MCU stuff, as Disney releases. It's just when when a new Disney film came out, you were never like, oh, the bu- the bubble's gonna burst, another Disney film. It was just another Disney film, and I think it's like this. I know the interconnectedness makes people look into it a bit further and a bit under under more scrutiny, but some things don't have to connect, and even if they do ever so slightly, it doesn't matter. It's, yeah, Moon Knight. You look up on Moon Knight and you read any of the runs and it's just such an incredible character. I haven't read it, admittedly. I yeah, it's so good. It's it's just, yeah, up there for me. And I'm just, I can't wait. Hopefully I'm not oh, disappointed I like I was with Falcon Winter Soldier. His <laughs> <laughs> death was bad. But yeah, let's move on to Biggie. Don't talk to me, boy. <sighs> oh, I wonder what you're looking forward to. Yeah, I would have seen God of War, Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's not... I yeah, know another just... game not coming out this year. Is that what you said, Steak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's game delayed, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely. No, they're not. They're saying mm-hmm. um, it's already been marked okay. for... Um... <laughs> Steak's like, we've heard this before. <laughs> no. It, I forgot what they call it. The um, classification was spotted. Oh, is it? The other European it's been classified then. PSN. Yeah. Oh. So people do think it's coming out this year. Um, but yeah, you're right, it might not. But The only thing um, that puts me off is the fact that when it just says 2022, yeah. mm. and there's no date against mm-hmm. it. I think every, it'll be holiday season. Every other game. Every other game is... Oh, apparently it's done for 30th of September, actually. Mm. I reckon it'll get pushed to November. I hope so. I reckon it'll be... I hope that's because that's got a scoop to push it back to Christmas. Yeah, I, yeah. I think of November. November. In fact, let's say November the 21st. Good day for I just, everyone. I just can't trust any game these days. That's the you can't, problem. You can't. Mm. But no, rather that, think... though, rather it's delayed than come out 100%. Let's Let's pretend yeah. it's coming out. That's how I'm looking forward to it, too. Yeah, I'm buzzing for it. Yeah, it's for me, it, it was weird because I was such a fan of the other games that it took me a long while to get into this one because of the different combat style, the, the viewpoint. It just didn't click at first, and I had several goes at it. But then, my God, when it got me, that was it. I was in. And I loved it. It was such a great, polished game. Mm. It was so well acted. Um, just with, um, is it Mimir? I can't, is that his name? Mimir, yeah. the smartest Mimir. man alive. He was just brilliant. Just the... the, the the banter between him and Kratos, all the boy, was just fantastic. Is it I loved Christopher it. Judge's mm. name? Yes. Yeah. Him, him, he, him oh, was he in plays, Stargate. Um, no, he play, doesn't he play... He um, plays Kratos. Yeah. He plays Kratos. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just really enjoyed it, and it, it was brilliant. It just, the battles, the combat, the fights, when you think they couldn't top it, they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I was with you though. I like when I first played it because I I even loved Ascension and people didn't like God of War Ascension, I, and I love that Devil May Cry hack and slash. Not so much the sexy mini games, but yeah, yeah. I, I loved that visceral just button mashing combat. And then this one I was like, yeah. whoa! Why am I why am I walking? Why am I not stomping down Olympus? <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 it took it, me it about took two to while. three hours to be like. Oh, 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 I see what they're doing. This is a narrative adventure. Mm. And I'm just never tired of that axe coming back to my hand. Leviathan axe is one of the best weapons in games. <laughs> but then I did enjoy having the Blades of Chaos. Spoiler game. alert! But, but yeah, it's, it, it's just such a brilliant game. Mm. And loved it. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with, obviously, Ragnarok, with the end of days for 
Norse mythology. It's it sounds pretty cool, and it's, I reckon it's going to be bombastic. It's the last one they're doing in this yes, Norse setting it is, as well, yes. isn't it? Yeah. So it's going to be a complete reboot again after this. So they're going to. If they I'm do, I'm sure they're going to go all out. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're going to go all out of it either. I don't way. know how they'll do it because that that like empire was over by this point. I'd love them to do Egyptian, but there was no like Egyptian mythology at that point. Do you know what I mean? It was thousands of years before. I'd love, yeah. I'd love them to do that. Imagine Kratos stomping around pyramids. Oh, Tra- just tra- oh God, time traveling, pots and back yeah. in time. Yeah, get to Egypt, or maybe like China, just completely out of his, you know what I mean, out of his comfort zone. Because Norse and Greek gods, pantheon, very similar. Like every, everyone well, fucking every London in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh God! Just, just just putting it out there. God of War meets Sekiro. Mm. Send him to Japan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the kaiju, uh, not kaiju, um, yokai and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, there probably that, that would be a semi- kaiju in it. <laughs> yeah, that's semi fantasy Japan that FromSoft seem to like doing. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, that's cool. And mm. I, I like. I, I do like how it's explained that. Wait, wait. There's subtleties with that game. How it's explained how he can speak Norse and stuff like that because he's been there ages, hasn't he? When yeah. the, by when the game starts and he's, he, he talks to um, Atreus and he's saying like, "Yeah, your mother taught me how to speak in your mother tongue and stuff like that." It's like everything's just. Is it Neil Druckmann that does that directs these? I think it is Corey Corey Balrog. Corey Balrog. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Balrog, Balrog. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> you shall not yeah, they, 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 that guy. That guy. He, he's got the attention to detail that they've put in this. Like, have you watched that documentary about the creation of it? It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I, think. I oh, it's what a risk they took. And oh, it's, yeah, I'm with you, Biggie. I'm, I'm pumped for number two. And it did surprise me that because of the success of the original games. Oh, I agree that the. the it started to sort of die off a little bit. It was like, oh, another God of War game. And then when this came out... Then PSP ones were magic, though, weren't they? Remember them? Mm -hmm. They were magical then. Mm. You just need to do those. If you're going to do a reboot, make sure you do a good one. Yes. I've never never played the original three. Oh, so Um, good. But I absolutely absolutely love this one. And um, I think it's similar to that Tomb Raider, wasn't it? It was just floundering a little bit. And, Mm. oh, okay, we've released something. It's a new Tomb Raider, but it's starting again. And we're... It's kind of what they did with the God of War, even though the story kind of—it's still of a sequel, on. isn't it? But not. Yeah, it's like its yeah. own little thing. It's it's so clever. And the boy's voice at right at the beginning kind of annoyed me because it's, it's really difficult for a, a character that you're going to spend a whole game with not become annoying because it's obviously going to constantly have that narrative. But also, when you're playing in the game, it's like. Shoot over here! I'm over here. Let's go up. Oh, yeah. let's go up here, sort of thing. But it, it kind of warmed to me in the end, and I'm now interested to see that relationship. Obviously, with the, the yeah, in the trailer is a bit older, power. isn't it? Yes, mm. yeah, and he so. fight, he stands up to him as yeah. well, doesn't he? Can you imagine fighting Kratos? So, Never in a million years. <laughs> Split your skull. I'd have a crack. <laughs> You'd have a crack. But I think boys. Do you remember that uh, Kratos versus Master Chief? Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, Master Chief would kill him with a sniper rifle. I'm like, fuck off. I mean, I love Halo, but yeah. come on. Come on. <laughs> Kratos has had the sword of Zeus in his chest and he walked out he's of it. He's killed like any, every god he crawled from the Hades himself. A super soldier is not taking down Kratos. Not a chance. Not a chance. But yeah, again, again, that's what just made me think about it. Is I want to see what they're going to do with the combat this time, what's new, and then the battles. I mean... Some of the stuff they've done in all the games, we just think they can't make this, you know, big boss battle any brutal bigger. And then 
Oh, they fucking you know have. You know, really it's really like, clever. What are they going to do this like, time? Like, they did something that God of War would have never done in the past. And it's a slight spoiler for the first 15 minutes of the game, where the first boss is, one, really difficult, two, just a man, or what you assume mm. to be just a man. No, he's the second yeah. boss. Is he the second boss? Oh, yes, he the is first, the second boss. first boss is like a tutorial troll thing, troll. isn't it? Yeah. But that, yeah. It's, it's, such a, it's such a step up, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. the the strange man boss fight that's, is incredible. It's, it, and, and, oh, the camera work! Yeah, that was <laughs> that's when that's fantastic. when it clicked for me. I was like, "Fuck, whoa, this is because I died a few times on that boss." Oh, oh yeah, it yeah, took, it's not an easy game actually. To yeah. Be like I, I played it on normal. I mean, I have since then beat it on hard, but fuck, that's like New Game Plus. <laughs> that's with all the armor. The, 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 I, I, it was that boss fight that kind of sold me on because I, I bought the game when it originally came out and I just didn't get on with it Yeah, within an hour, but I wasn't in the mood for it. So I, well, I sold it on and bought it again later. It's quite... Yeah, and it was at the end of that boss fight, I was, like, I was getting into it, I was really getting into it and I was really starting to enjoy it. And then you got the you got the end the ending of that fight where he basically he kicks the strange man down a, down a, a gorge yeah. and then just he launches this huge manure on top yeah. of him <laughs> and just to make definitely make sure he's yeah. dead. I'm like, yep, okay, I'm I'm invested <laughs> now. In. This is this is the game for me. <laughs> Absolutely, give it to me. It's a, it's a, it's, it's oh, a good uh, advocate for like anger management as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's excessive anger management. He does. I'm sure he feels better after he kills people. Like yeah, that. I'm sure he does. <laughs> and, and a big shout out to the, the dwarves as well. The two brothers, oh, fin, Findry or something like that. Sindri, Sindri, yeah, fin- Sindri, and oh, just they're, they're so one, crazy. Man. Those two, but they're great fun. Yeah, they're, they're they're so good. And and how they get the dwarves right. Yeah, dwarves are mystical creatures that can enter realms at will and stuff like that. It's so so clever. Well, depends depends on your mythology. Yeah, yes. yes, of course. But yeah, I'm 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 with you, Biggie, on that one. Ragnarok. It can't be bad, can it? I don't. Think. Don't say that. We <laughs> can. We can. They know what they're doing. Rock and Sindri is who doodles. You are, mate. I mean, even if it's more of the same, it'll be fine. I'll take it. They don't necessarily have to do anything groundbreakingly new. It'll still probably... If they do the same as they did last time, it's going to do well. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And if you haven't played the, the last game, you're a dick. It, it's so play good. it on PS5 as well. It's, it's free on the PS Plus collection. And yes. the, the, the just fidelity mode that they've put in it and stuff. Fuck! It feels next-gen. Mm. PC as well. Yeah, on PC, yeah. Yeah, it's... Oh, God, it's so good. Any more before the honourable mentions, Biggie, that you're looking forward to? Or are we going to save it? Same, mate. Uh, I've, I've got a, a little list. Excellent, excellent. Stig, you're looking forward to Hunt? Oh, we've touched on it already. I'm looking forward to Moon Knight ah, and She-Hulk ah, and Secret Invasion ah, and Miss Marvel <laughs> and Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness and Thor and Love and Thunder mm-hmm. and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. <laughs> Just to sound like a massive cliche. We're not at all. I'm looking forward to the MCU. <laughs> yeah, <boy. laughs> you, you are Kevin Feige's uh, uh, target audience, aren't you? I'm his hype man. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Yes, mate. I, I recently watched it because I played the game again. I've got a new love for Guardians of the Galaxy because I, I really cast it aside when it first came out, but it's great, isn't it? Do you want to know a little fact about Guardians? Yes. I found out this yes. week. Gadget, you'll like this one. Glenn Howerton was the second choice behind Chris Pratt. Glenn Howerton? I would have liked that. I really would have liked that. Who's Glenn he Howerton? Dennis from Philadelphia. I think, he, I think that would work. He, uh, he apparently was close to getting it until they uh, cast Chris Pratt. I actually, was that on the Sony podcast? 
No, no, no. Just and Chris Pratt's in everything, yeah. isn't he? Oh, he's gonna be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like him in that though. He definitely plays. The yeah, character Chris well. Pratt is good in Guardians, so I'm not going to complain because I think he does do a, a good, a good job with it. But uh, yeah, just uh, there's, there's a few things I see Glenn Howard coming in, and a few people think he should play. Um, what's it, Reed Richards? <gasps> That works. Yeah, he looks a bit that. like him. Yeah, he does look work, like yeah. him. Oh, I think that he should play Doctor Doom. <gasps> He'd do a very good Doctor Danny Doom. Danny DeVito could be Doctor Doom. <laughs> <laughs> unhinged, just, just, just play him as unhinged Doom. Dennis. What are you do, Doom? My tools. I need my tools. <laughs> should we cast Charlie Charlie Day as um, as the Human Torch? Oh, Charlie um, Day's Modoc. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying you just, you just, move, just get, move the entire oh, right. into a sunny cast into a sunny cast. Oh, yeah, yeah that works. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, actually, I'll, I'll touch on two things actually when I'm here because we've already kind of talked about the MCU. But I am absolutely buzzing for the MCU, and I'm not in the camp of oh, it's oversaturated, it's undersaturated. I did think I was getting that way. We had such a long gap between um, Spider-Man: Far From Home and Black Widow, so two years to be exact. Exact. Yeah. There was. We had no MCU really in terms of films. I didn't get on with Black Widow. It's not fine. Like it's not very good. Shang Chi. I have my issues with. I enjoy it, and I think there's some really good things about it. I don't think it's as good as everyone it's says not it at is. All, mate. <laughs> Eternals. I've not seen, but I've not heard great Ooh. things. And then Spider Man came out, and it just got me hyped again. But it's Spider Man, and Spider Man's always going to win for me. Well, apart from yeah, an amazing Spider Man. But yeah, it's. I was I was floundering a bit with those films and thinking, oh, maybe I'm, you know, everyone's loving Shang Chi and I'm not, and maybe I'm. Did you feel like there was something wrong fat. with you? Because I did. I was like, why yeah, am I not loving like, Shang Chi like everyone else? Exactly. I was like, maybe I'm starting to feel. But that then I knew I was correct because and... I didn't like the Eternals like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard good things about the Eternals from some people that I trust. Okay. Um, so, I'm, wait, it comes out this week when this podcast yeah. comes out so i'll probably talk about it on next week's podcast and i want to um, hear your analysis of it but obviously we had the tv stuff this year and i, oh. I, I we've talked about it before i loved one division i loved loki i was a fan of some of the what if episodes and hawkeye i loved and the tv stuff is kind of killing Pushing it and it they're bringing all these new mm. characters and the secret invasion yes. and all that kind of stuff in in for tv and that's what I'm looking forward to in terms of how they're going to incorporate that into the films. And they've banged on about saying... It's massive. It's a massive Mm. arc. It's one of Mm. the biggest moments. It's going to be good. They have talked about saying, oh, you won't need to watch the Disney Disney Plus shows to get to know what's going on with the films. That's bollocks, (laughs) because in the trailer for Multiverse of Madness, they talk about what happens in WandaVision. It's WandaVision stuff, isn't it? It's the sequel to WandaVision. So if you haven't watched WandaVision, (laughs) how the fuck are you going to know what's happening? what yeah, they're talking yeah, about. I agree, mate. But yeah, again, like, and they've just announced a hell of a lot of new stuff as well on top of all this into 2023 and beyond. So, yeah, I'm still hyped. I'm still on the Marvel MCU. I'm with your brother. Um, train. Um, we are planning to do spoiler specials for all these TV shows. Hopefully. Never know. There's quite a lot coming out this year. It could so. be the year me and Stig actually direct a Marvel show or <laughs> our film. <laughs> the ME brothers, will call us. Maybe we'll. Uh, there might be one of these shows where they, they just don't hit, and we're like, "Nah, it's not bother." But I just, I, 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 I know it won't come this year, but maybe twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, we'll get a Fantastic Four eventually. If they, if they crush my dreams again for like a fifth time, 
Oh, fourth time. I, I'm, I'm just done. I'm done. What's actually uh, wrong with the Falcon and uh, it's boring. the Soldier? Because I've not seen it. <laughs> it's boring, mate. Boring. It's about a man in his boat. <laughs> it's not good. Watch it. Find out. It's just... It's my literally in my bottom three MCU. Yeah, it's just not good. Which is a shame. I don't know how well. they fucked that up, really, isn't it? Uh, it's all um, pandemic things. You, you can you can see where 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 arcs were supposed to go, and they just didn't, and stuff like that. It's real Z tier villains. <sighs> yeah, and things, it's right? just not good, mate. Not good. No, I'm looking forward to seeing Sam oh, yeah. in Captain America and, and and beyond. But yeah, the show just doesn't. Not great. Ooh. Uh, the other thing, though, that I really can't wait for is the uh, season final season of Better Call Saul. Mm. Is that still going? Because Better Call yes. Saul is fucking incredible, and yeah. I'm going to put this out there. I think it's better than Breaking Bad. There we go. Officially, it's been said. There you go. Biggie agrees as well. Yeah. I mean, I love, I Breaking love Breaking Bad, Bad. I think I Breaking Bad's it. great. There's a final season is a bit iffy, but Better Call Saul just hits so hard yeah. it's so good and i think a lot of people fell off it because oh it's the prequel to breaking bad about um Saul so we know where he's he gonna end up in that who he was and it starts off completely different to breaking bad yeah it's it's like, i left it for ages i yeah. was really not interested at all it's like a family drama set in the world of like litigation and court yeah. and all that kind of crap and and all these that kind of stuff going on uh, Whatever it's and him being a bit dodgy, but then when it kind of starts to hit the Breaking Bad territory, when Gus comes into it, when oh, the Salamanders come into it, and you start getting and Mike comes into it, yeah, it's just it, it's incredible. Yeah, um, I do need a show to watch. It, it's, on, it's on Netflix, isn't it? I might start yeah. that this week. You won't regret it, honestly. No, it's I, so good. There are past, some episodes in I it. I like Breaking Bad a lot. First early episodes are very slow, very I'm, I'm slow. I'm just fine with that. I watch, bear in mind, I'm a big fan of The Expanse. Every few episodes, every season of that oh, is just a bit Expanse. boring. Yeah. I'm waiting for that to all come yeah. on. I'm going to binge all. You know, the swordsman in, um, not well, he's technically not a swordsman, but the guy in, in uh, Jack in Hawkeye. Yeah. So Tony Dalton is in this playing Lalo Salamanca. Is he now? And he is absolutely amazing. He's great anyway, isn't he? Like he's one of the best villains throughout the whole of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. He's just so unhinged, but mm-hmm. you just don't know what he's going to do. You know how like Gus has that he's he's unhinged, but he's controlled, calm, calm yeah. and mean. And he's scared. He's scary because yeah. he's so yeah. calm. Yeah, Lalo isn't like that. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to strap that on this week. But at the end, I just want to see how where we're yeah. at now at the end of the last series and where Saul is at the start of Breaking Bad. I just honestly can't wrap my head around gonna get to how that. he gets from I totally that, agree. there totally to agree. there. Okay. And I really, this is really definitely hope, the last one, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. And I really hope that they nail that. Yeah, I'm going to get on the, that. When, when's it due out, the new series, then? Uh, it is due very soon. I might time I it perfectly, then, if I start it all. You know how I can marathon season stuff. Season six. Oh, God, it hasn't got a date next to it here on IMDb. Oh, no. And one of it's the best characters in this show is not in Breaking Bad, so it's like... It's worth watching it, yeah. It's yeah. like, what's happening, you know? Exactly. How does that happen? Mm. Uh, I've seen critics see saying it, like Stig, that they prefer it. I've, see, I've seen loads of people on Twitter saying... 
They prefer it. And oh, it's just, it just didn't hit. Bob did Odenkirk, yeah. is it? Uh, yeah. Is it Bob Odenkirk? Big Bob. He is just. He's great anyway. He's just fantastic anyway. He is, but I would still say he was quite an underrated actor until. Well, he was a comedian series. for years, weren't he? To me, it's just. He used to write for The Simpsons. Yeah. yeah, Simpsons, yeah. He was an SNL writer, I think, as well, I believe. That kind of thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, so you know he's very good in Breaking Bad as the character yeah, yeah. on this. Obviously, he's the spotlight, and he's, he's just so good. Apparently, first quarter of 2022. So yeah, if you crack on watching it now, perfect, isn't it? then you'd be. I don't yeah, know what's happened to Walking it Dead. To, uh... It just stopped being on. <laughs> I'm watching mid, that, and then mid-season break. Yeah, but how how big a break? It's like it feels like a year. It's usually like three months. <laughs> so it's been longer. One of the literally, literally a day ago, one of the Salamanca twins. You know the the two lads who crawl in Breaking yeah. Bad. Uh, when they're introduced, uh, just dropped at almost time. Oh, on his social perfect media, timing then. Yeah, I'll start. I'll start it so this it's week. Coming very, very soon. And yeah, if you are a fan of Breaking Bad, I cannot stress enough. You should watch this show. Min, min. I needed some. It, yeah, just just get through that first. I, mean, I enjoyed the first few series because it's very different. But you are getting Breaking Bad. I'm not going in. I'm not going in thinking I'm going to get that initial break because Breaking Bad hooked me straight away. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go in open-minded. I want. I want to. Again, I'm years behind, but I just want to get in there and. You will hit a point. You hit a point where it kind of enters that world when Saul. Yeah. Sorry, uh, when Saul uh, enters into that kind of world with Gus yeah. and yeah, 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 uh, the Salamancas and all that. That's kind oh, of cool. And when, there's when definitely some emotional moments in that show as well. Really tug at the yeah. Yes, feels. No, I'm, no. I'm down to fuck with breaking, but uh, better call Saul. I'm down to it. I'm down for it. Let's do this. Excellent, excellent. I think we're only leaving one person out, aren't we? Gadget. Yep. I bet it's games, in it. Well, first thing, we're going to talk about a film. So what fuck you? <laughs> Based on a game. <laughs> no. Uh, the well, the, the film I'm most looking forward to this year, outside of kind of MCU stuff or stuff that's kind of already been brought up. Mm-hmm. Is uh, the Northman? The Northman. Yes. Oh, Alexander Skarsgård. What a man! Yummy, 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 yummy. Yes, it's a, it's Robert Eggers' new film. Um, it's very Viking, very Vikingy. It's got Alexander Skarsgård and Ethan Hawke, Anya Taylor Joy, Nicole Kidman, Claire's Bang, Willem Dafoe again, and Lars Knudsen. 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 Bjork. Knudsen. And Bjork. Mm. Um, York. Oh, yeah, she a, a, a oh, she's a Viking. She's oh, a like Viking. She's cool. I posted cool that looking. trailer weeks ago. You must. Check I did. That out. I did you watch it, and there was. It. I, I, I couldn't get past the topless Skarsgård. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a Skarsgård. <laughs> Any flavour Skarsgård, give it yeah. to me. But um, yeah, it's just it's a it's a Robert Eggers film. It's looks like it's washed washed out color tones. I love Eggers. Norse witch. People getting killed. Topless scars guards. What more do you want in life? <laughs> there isn't, is there really? How good does that bit in the trailer look where that spear comes and he grabs yeah. it and twists it and throws it straight yeah. back? Oh. It's like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> but this is so um, far away from the, lich- the witch lighthouse. Yeah. lighthouse. You like, spilled your beans, boy. Him a, someone's giving him a budget. Oh, yeah. there, there is money here. <laughs> I mean, this is a, who's made it? It's Focus mm-hmm. Features, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, I can't see who's actually putting it out. Who's who the um, distributor is? But yeah, it's just it. It looks great. It's, it's, it's super high budget. It's got the look of an epic about it. 
I'm assuming it's probably going to run two, two and a half, nearly three hours long, just by the look of it. You know, it looks like it's going to be a fucking long film. There's going to be shots of nothing, just scenery, isn't there? There's, yeah. Oh, I'm there's going to be tension, there's going to be battles. Yeah, it's great. I, I like The Revenant, actually. A lot of people slagged that the off. Revenant. I really enjoyed that movie in, in the cinema. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that's a film with just backdrops, isn't it? It, that's Pretty what I mean. It, just to sit there and soak it in, it looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also, also didn't realise that Robert Eggers is uh, is remaking Nosferatu. Yes, I, I mentioned that in the Discord. Mm. Nobody listens to me. I just hadn't spotted it. <laughs> um, yeah, ooh, that'll be interesting as well. Just I like I like the visual style of his films. I like Eggers because he's he, he's not scared of like just keeping the camera on someone's face while they go insane. <laughs> it's, it's just oh, he, he's he's got away with like. Dialogue as well. That's yeah. just I, I I I can't remember in the trailer. Are they speaking English in the trailer? Oh, that's a good question. I'd love it if they just spoke not all the way through it. No, because you've got Anya Taylor Joy, Ralph, oh, right, and yeah. Kate Dickie, Willem Dafoe. They'll just be they'll just put accents. Yeah, on, it's Scandinavian accents. Yeah, I bet Ralph Innocent isn't. Yeah, no, absolute the speak, bastard the, the in speaking this English. Film. I've just pulled up the trailer. He's in everything. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's fair enough. Fair enough then. But it'd be it'd be cool to see a, a Norse cut. Where they're all just speaking, <laughs> just for that. Do you know, like the witch was ye old English um, colonialist, weird. Like my missus watched it and she was like, "What are they Such saying?" A cool movie. <laughs> yeah, even with subtitles on. Such a good movie. Like, it's frightening. Um, I'm also looking forward to, for very different reasons, uh, Moonfall. Moonfall. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's in my it list as so well. Bad. <laughs> How oh, mental is that? Can't wait to see this. Uh, moonfall. Mo- you need to explain to me what Moonfall is. <laughs> okay. So, moon equals yeah. bad. So I'm, I'm just I'm on movie. <laughs> it's a werewolf film. No, I'm on movie insider here, and I'm just going to give you like the, the little uh, one paragraph that they've got. Watch the trailer later. In Moonfall, a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around Earth and sends us no. hurt- <laughs> hurtling on a collision course with life as we know it. With mere weeks before impact the w- and the world on the brink of annihilation, NASA executive and former astronaut Joe Fowler, award Academy Award winner Halle Berry, is convinced she has the key to saving us all. But only one astronaut from her past, Brian Harper, played by Patrick Wilson, and oh. a conspiracy theorist, Casey Houseman, John Bradley from Game of Thrones, believes mm. her. These unlikely heroes were meant an impossible last-ditch mission into space, leaving behind everyone they love, only to find out that our moon is not what we think it is. This has got Michael Bay written all over it. No, Roland Emmerich. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Independence Day. Now watch the trailer later. Emmerich is back. The trailer does have that immortal line where the spaceship is just floating in blackness. And, are we dead? No, we're in the moon. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> There's he a told scene you, of the moon, moon equals bad. What was Roland Emmerich's <laughs> last film? Was it Independence Day Two, which was it, shocking? Um, I don't think he did that one. That was Midway. One of the worst ones I've ever seen. So Midway bad. was his last film, but then yeah, uh, oh, Independence Day bad, Resurgence actually. was before. Oh, did he do yeah, that he did one? Midway. Jesus, I liked Midway. No, oh, Independence Day. He two. did. Uh, he's also doing oh, he's Independence so Day Three. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Independence Day 2 is basically Requiem. it's like Halo it's set in the <laughs> stupid future so, uh, also when it comes to Roland Emmerich films I love the way he titles his films so we have Independence Day 3 uh, Emergence Singularity Foundation oh, all no. films are in development and also he's redoing Stargate <gasps> oh no no <laughs> don't touch Stargate I like Stargate Stargate's I great like oh, I love Stargate but, uh, oh yes yeah, so, yeah, so, 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 so Roland Emmerich it's all America based yeah yep 
Yep. Because yep. the end of the world always well, is ab- in America. Ab- ab- apart from having Sam Tarly in it. Oh, Sam Tarly. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, okay. uh, that's John Bradley. Um, okay. But yeah, it just it looks really cheap and shite and... I mean, the moon is our biggest enemy. <laughs> yeah, and lots, lot, lots, lots of scenes of like the moon getting close to Earth and like debris coming down from space and wrecking cities and shit. You know that kind of shit Roland Emmerich likes to do. I want to see Professor Brian oh, Cox yeah. analyze the uh, science behind this film. <laughs> <laughs> there is a scene in T Titans Go um, TV show where they go back in time to the yes. dinosaur age and they see the comet coming towards Earth and the comet has a face just going. Ah! <laughs> Towards the Earth, <laughs> that is what I imagine the moon is going to be in this film. The moon from uh, Majora's Mask, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say Majora's yeah. Mask. It's actually crying when he comes crashing down. It's really sad. Um, the, the the other film that I'm interested in seeing, and I think it might it might be because I love the source material, but it might also be just because I think it'll be a bit of a train wreck. But also, I love Tom Holland. It's Uncharted. I I actually kind of want to see it. Yeah. I watched the recent trailer. It's be terrible. And I smiled. Was that all be, I was, was that because Sully had a mustache in it? Yeah, and you go, you go, <laughs> yes, it he says, aren't you, "Aren't you a little old, uh, young to be working behind a bar?" And it's some, and it, it, I just smiled. I was like, "Okay." I bet that's the end of the Probably, film. Yeah. I bet that's the end, end of the, the film. The film too. ends with him having a mustache. He, laughs, he goes, "What's that on yeah. your face?" Like yeah. the mates already. The, yeah, yeah. I, 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 did, I did smile at that trailer, and I thought, you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to waste a cinema trip on it. I never will. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be any good, but I kind of want to see it yeah. just to see what it's like, comes out like of it. It's like I did with that. Um, I, I, it was it was so okay that I forgot its name. It's the rock one where he's down a river. <laughs> got, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. I smiled at that, but it's not a good film. No, I, I smiled like in a shitty like yeah yeah. That's what I mean. And it's uncharted. Yeah, it could become a franchise. And. And lastly, uh, okay, of course, I'm going to talk about one video game, the video game, the only game I'm playing this year, Elden Ring. Elden mm-hmm. Ring. I knew you were going to do Elden Ring. That's why Ring. I didn't say it. Yes. Yep, yeah, back end of February. It's coming out from software, directed by Hidetaka Miyazaki. I've already played it. I've been in the network you've, test. I already know it's going to be incredible. pre-ordered on every console and platform available. <laughs> I actually have pre-ordered on both Xbox, uh, <laughs> on both uh, PlayStation and PC. I know you were. <laughs> but but oh, only because I'm streaming it on release. Oh, the patrons and want it, yeah. The patrons want the patrons of Astro, mm-hmm. so I'm going to do it. Yep. I'll be shite because it take, it always takes me a little while to get into a new Souls game. Yeah. Like it usually takes me a week or two of failing consistently. The rhythms until are different kind of, every time, aren't they? Yeah, you've got to quote unquote get the game. Yeah. And some I want that game, but do I want that game? You want that game. <laughs> you want that game, I mean, mate. For, for some for some people it kind of clicks immediately. Like, I mean, when I got Dark Souls 3. Because I played so much Bloodborne leading up to that one, I just fell into it straight away. Yeah, it was surprisingly easy, wasn't it? Three. Yeah, especially straight um, away after Bloodborne, because I thought Bloodborne would rock hard. Yeah, but two and Bloodborne took me ages to get yeah, the hang of. Yeah, I still kind of haven't got the hang of Sekiro. I know you say it's the easiest one, but it's still just out foxes me. It, all it the depends time. if you've got honor. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, possibly. And I don't. Um, so, but yeah, I'm. I'm just. It's the game I've been looking forward to for the longest time, and it's. It's also going to mark a a a, a very. Very unique milestone of George R. R. Martin finishing a project. Yeah, rarely ever seen, <laughs> if ever. <laughs> he finished a blog post the other no day, way. though, which is impressive. Hmm? Yeah, but oh, yeah. yeah, but was just talking about American football again. <laughs> I like the there was a comment about him saying how excited he is about Elden Ring coming out, and I'm thinking, is that just marketing speak? Do you have any idea how games? I watched work? I watched the beta <laughs> test and watched people the the dialogue and stuff is very not. 
100% from software. You can tell is the roots are there from Martin. It's it, there is a difference in the in the gadget. It's you can so, you can so, feel so. the 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 tweaks. To I think I think unlike most from software games, I think it's been written in English first rather than Japanese yeah, first. Yeah, and I think that's the difference. But I don't think Martin Martin hasn't written the dialogue. Has he not? I, I, no, maybe Martin, they've just matured. Martin, maybe. Uh, Mark, George R. R. Martin's done all the world lore and the backstory. Right, right. But the actual scenario story and dialogue, that's Miyazaki. all kind of Miyazaki's yeah. team. But I think it's been written in English first this time because, ah. because all your horses here, there's lip syncing in it. No way. Yeah. The characters actually move oh. their mouths. Yeah, characters move their mouths. I've never speak. noticed it in Dark Souls because I'm generally. Andre dead. moves his mouth. <laughs> Doesn't it? Andre moves his mouth. He's yeah, yeah, not he's, in time with what he's saying. No, he's the, he's the only one that that's, that mouth his mouth moves in the game. But uh, yeah, I just El, Elden Ring. I can't wait for it. It's it's going to absolutely slap, and it's probably going to keep me going for a lot of this year. I can't see myself mm. buying another game full price for a long time after this. I've got my my little indie darlings coming that I've I've got my eye on and stuff like that, and. Uh, this is going to be a beast, isn't it? It's going to be massive. Absolutely. I've saved some Christmas money for my PSN account. I don't know whether to pre-order that. Not. I think you need to play more of the other games, mate. Just crack on. Yeah. Mm. So, by, 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 by the time you get through all the other Souls games anyway, you'll be able to pick it up. Yeah, cheaper. you'll be burnt out if you just play it. Yeah, just... Also, 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 you might get to the end of Dark Souls and might just decide, no, I'm done Not with the style me. of the game. Yeah. Like, I, I know loads of... Oh, no, I- don't get me wrong, I enjoy the game. Oh, no. it's, I hate it as well. Well, no, but I, I know quite a few people who've played one of the Souls games or just Bloodborne yeah. and have no interest in the rest of the series. Plus, Biggie, you're playing it wrong. You're playing it once a week. <laughs> I know. He's not playing it at all. The minute he needs to get back That's to That's what that I mean. One. I'm on it tomorrow you have night. To, you, have to get, you have to get used to the controls every single time you're playing it again. So you're at a disadvantage yes. every single week. I know I am. You poor thing. You'd, you'd, in real time, you'd have beat it in, a, in about a week, two weeks. I know you would, because I've seen your play style, and it's it's surprisingly competent. <laughs> well, thank you. That, that's all you're getting out of me on that one. <laughs> yeah, Eld, Elden Ring. Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. It's going to be, if you're not in our Discord, it's going to be the Elden Ring month, isn't it? <laughs> Mostly, mainly all of March is just going to be Elden Ring. There'll be a thread yeah. for that. There, there already yeah, is just... an Elden Inn that we've got ready for it for the chatter. Um, it's just going to be huge. And yeah, Gadget's, Gadget's going to stream it for us all. I bet. I, I know exactly what he's going to do. He's going to play it on his own, on his on his PlayStation, and then he's going to stream it on PC. Are you going to blind play for everyone? What are you going to do? Uh, I'm thinking so if I'm probably going to blind play on day one. And then just do what you need to and, do. Uh, 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 yeah, and then just play around on the on the PS5 downstairs, and then when it comes, maybe to do streams, two different builds, something like that. Yeah, that's what probably probably one magic user. One, I'll probably do a magic user for the stream. Yeah, it's interesting magic. Yeah, it's more fun. Yeah. What about someone that's very quiet at the bottom of my screen, Stiggy? He's not bothered about Elton Ring. Nah, I don't know. I think if he should, put, it's open stuff. world. It's I think if he were to play one, he should play Sekiro. Got other stuff to play. Mm. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven. <laughs> you need to get back on oh, how far have we got, by the way? I haven't played any since. Oh, <laughs> this is the podcast. Fantastic. Still. You don't know. No, with that game, though, he's not going to forget the controls. He can just go straight back into it. True. And there's a recap every time yeah. you turn it on. To be honest, since then, I've been watching a lot of more I've stuff, been doing more so watching than really, playing. I, I haven't really played much games, and the only thing I have played a lot of was Halo, so... 
It's not your thing either, is it, Candy? Are you, or are you tempted by the open world side? I am very... Uh, on paper, tempted it's my kind hype. of game, but I've never played a Souls game, and I know I'll be shite at it. So I'm interested in the concept, and I'm really excited to watch it Gadget good, Scream. It? It, yeah. Looking at the, the beta um, test, this looks surprisingly more accessible. It looks, I'm not, I don't want to say the word easier, but it looks like there are ways to... There's, there's, there's um, quality of life stuff, there's checkpoints and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of quality of life stuff. It is not easier. Oh, mm. yeah. yeah. You, 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 you walk out of the opening cave, you get to the first bonfire, you don't have a crestfallen brother, you've got a guy that tells you to go and die in a ditch. Um, and then you walk onto the first plane and you meet your first wandering mini-boss, yeah. who is basically Gyobu from uh, Sekiro, who flattens My you name instantly. His Gyobu! Yes. Um, yeah. I, I did cheat, though. I did watch Farty Vigil play <laughs> Yeah, I watched Farsi Video Player. It didn't fucking help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 pumped for it. I'm pumped for it. I, oh, me too. So I can't wait. Like, if you're not into Elden Ring or Souls or anything like, you need to mute some words on Twitter for a long time, guys. <laughs> you, need, you just need to mute me from around the end of February onwards. Well, do you know, I'm actually excited for how excited other people are. Like, mm. it's not something it's that I'm going to play when people are buzzing. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to watch people play it for sure because I want to know what it's all about. And I've, I've been sat here dead jealous that everyone's buzzing off Halo, and I got rid of my Xbox like a week before Halo came out. <laughs> I'm like, what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> Fool of we'll a. See took. how much your crypto's worth at the end of the show. You might be able to afford <laughs> another Xbox. Speaking of which, before we go into the user crypto segment, check. it's time for crypto Kenny. <laughs> Crypto, Kenny's uh, crypto update. See, you need to do a theme tune. <gasps> Three fifty-five. Yeah. It's gone up. It's gone up. Hey. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's move on to what our listeners are looking forward to with the heaving sack. I don't think it's heaving that much this week, is it? Everyone's still a bit knackered from Christmas. Everyone's a bit spent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Leroy Francisco is coming saying. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a heartbreak for Stig as well. This won't happen. But the next song of Ice and Fire book, it's got to come out sooner or later. Even I've caught up. I've caught up with them. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this next book. <laughs> the fuck is that coming out? Honestly, it's ridiculous. I saw a video of him the other day interviewing Stephen King, and he was just like, "Oh, how like how do you like get books out so quick?" Stephen King's like, "Well, I set myself my targets job. and I, I sit down and." I make sure that I write when I've got a book. I write ten, at least ten pages a day, and I, I work and on it. Yeah, yeah, King, so King did like ten pages a day. And yeah, I, um, no, this is like now and like what he's doing yeah. now and stuff. But yeah, it's just like the guy sets himself a target. It's like yeah, maybe you should do that, George. Just and then he starts back, <laughs> going. I'm going. Yeah, but then you get. He's there going, yeah, you get a bit of a, a bit of a block and you start checking your emails and you Turn look the at this off. and look at that. It's like so he's just basically he's just procrastinating to listen to this, isn't it? This show. George, yeah. just come on. Him. Crack on. It's been ten know, years he, now. If I'm caught up, there's a problem, George. <laughs> there's three book series that I'm just waiting on the next book, and they've all been nearly I think two of them at ten years, and one's at five or six years now. Oh dear. Uh, yep. Leroy goes on to say um, uh, if not that we have Breath of the Wild 2 and Starfield yeah, but... I don't think Breath of the Wild 2 is this year <laughs> I think that one's going to get pushed to next year as well on the Switch 2 <laughs> yeah well that last, like, I was listening to uh, the back page pod today and they and they were saying like it's, like, it's going to get delayed it's going to be slated for the end of this year and it'll get delayed because they'll realise that they can't make it run on the current yeah. Switch so it needs to be the next Switch it's going to be crushed yeah, the Switch version is going to be shite yeah it's got 
don't hold your horses on that one. I'm buzzing for Breath of the Wild 2. I love that first one. Loved it. Uh, uh, Rob Shackers uh, said, Happy New Year, you beauties. This year I'll be mostly looking forward to the Steam Deck console. Oh, yeah. I, I already have buyer's guilt and I haven't even bought it. But I'm hoping <laughs> it'll, help, it'll help me play through the huge catalogue of free PC games I've picked up over the years. I cancelled my pre-order. I'm hoping this too, but... Um... Probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> I, st- I still have my pre-order. Stig is the absolute master of hype killer, isn't he? <laughs> I, 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 Unless it's I, no, I mean, I don't think that I don't think that I'll get like through the games. I just think it'll end up just sitting there, sitting yeah. there like my Switch does half the time. But unless, unless I can get Game Pass, then you're laughing, it. aren't you? Now, if Game Pass you runs touch on, on that Xbox. thing, then that is just amazing. I could sit in bed. I mean, Xbox literally games. five minutes after they get they get released into the wild, someone will have Game Pass. I, li- I reckon it'll be first oh, week. Of course, it will because it's open. Open isn't source, it? yeah. They said if you want, you can. They said if you want, you can install Windows on it. That'll be it'll yeah. be first so, week. So yeah, I currently have it as a pre-order. I'm down as quarter two. Yeah, which is like potentially I might be May, pushed, isn't it? I might be pushed back to quarter three now. Um, so I have time to cancel it if I want. If at least at least the first load are going to come out. And I can see reviews yeah. and get word from other people I know who are getting it. So I did look into this. So, so what are they doing? They just split release schedules for Some people, people have getting got them already. Or something. No, many developers yeah. and stuff. No one like, uh, not like general public. Yeah, not influencers like us. No. So they just uh, spread it out over this year. Then is it? It's, ba- it's basically a queue system. So you, you didn't you want to do the PS5 thing. Yeah, yeah, they did yeah. the normal thing. Yeah, exactly. Done, just the the system. System. I, I think everything <laughs> should be like that. So it came up on Steam. You just you put in. It was like a five or something to put your order, pre-order, or a tenner. And then they said you'll get one in quarter one, twenty twenty-two, or quarter two, twenty twenty-two. Yeah. And you just went into the queue and you will get yours in the order that you that you got your order in. And like, what a perfect know, system, isn't it? It's funny how these things work, <laughs> isn't it? And anyone who has tried to sell their thing on has yes. been banned from Steam. Yes. So. Yeah. Good. And eBay as well, actually. They get banned it's from so eBay. Fucking, for it's so humbling to see. It's like, yeah, Steam, huge company, Valve, massive company, and they've done it right. And I, I regret cancelling my pre-order because I, I sold my Xbox to cancel my pre-order. And then I got a job where I can afford it now. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Did be right. Just wait and see. Like I, I'm still not 100 percent sure on whether I'll keep mine. It's four pounds. The, the pre-order yeah. was. If I, if I cancel four pounds, I'm not going to cry about yeah. it. Four pound. Yeah. One less coffee. But yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, John Cheatham has uh, said, "Happy New Year, you lovely lot." Most looking forward to in 2022, and I take this in term. I take it this is in terms of media. As number one will be another year with my wife and kid. No. Oh. oh god, you soppy fart! Uh, <laughs> she don't listen to it, John. Like, come on. <laughs> but, uh, well, there's Elden Ring coming out soon, which I'm sure will consume me and many others in a world of cryptic NPC muttering and terrifying bosses. I am looking forward to John's screenshot analysis because he, he's really good at, at analysing little things, isn't he? Like he did with the yeah. um, Dishonored. Like I'm not a Dishonored fan, but I loved his little Dunwall Diaries thing that he did and stuff like that. I'm looking forward to uh, all that. Yeah. He's, he's quite um, analytical. He is. Mm. He's very good like that. Uh, he then goes on to say, the obsession will barely be easing off when the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak oh, DLC yes. hits in the summer. So there's probably another year of playing Japanese action RPGs to the exclusion of almost anything The man's else. got taste. <laughs> there's also a new Amorphous <laughs> album in February, and ever since uh, uh, 
Tommy Jostin, I think that's how you say his name, joined. We haven't ha- they haven't made an album that's less than fantastic. I'm stoked for more lavishly produced and manful Finnish melodic metal. He's such a mosher as well. <laughs> He's a bit of everything, isn't yeah. He's a good lad. Yeah, he likes his hip hop as well. Angry Kurt or Captain Swerica himself. Mm. Don't know who added that to the notes, but I'm going with it's it. Truth. He says, Happy New Year to you all. The thing I'm looking forward to most this year is the Steam Deck. Providing it works as intended, I think it'll end up replacing my Switch as the go-to handheld. That'll be because the power to play higher spec games like Death Stranding, the fact that I've got an extensive Steam library full of games I've not touched, and because games on Steam are often cheaper, even at full price compared to their Switch equivalent, let alone when they're on sale. I mean, that's true, because you, Oodles, you bought a Loop Hero for £13, and I bought it for £7. Yeah, but it's worth every pound. I got it for free! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, in terms of games, Just there's Breath of the Wild 2, should it, should it make this year? He knows. But other com- other confirmed 2022 titles I can't wait for include Gotham Knights, Hogwarts Legacy. What the hell is Hogwarts Legacy? It's a, it's a big open-world RPG. Set in Hogwarts. Set in Hogwarts. Oh. That won't come out this year. <laughs> Sorry. That's a person you bubble again. Not a chance that comes out this year. Doof, doof. <laughs> However, the most anticipated is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Mm. Personally, I think it looks good That's now, which list. I know is against what one of the hosts thinks, <laughs> but I have full trust in Rocksteady to deliver. I just hope it's catered to the single player. It's going to be a service movie- game! <laughs> Movie-wise, I can't wait for Licorice Pizza, which I think he saw today. It looks good. Um, it looks really good. And the new Damien Chazelle film called Babylon. Yes. That's the film I was talking about on our Spider-Man podcast yep. where I said that Tobey Maguire was in a film yeah. coming up. Oh, right. He's in that. Oh, all that's known is that it's set in period Hollywood and stars Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie and Tobey Maguire. Oh, wait. fucking I'm in. <laughs> that's a cast, isn't it? It's like Once Upon a Time in so- Hollywood again. <laughs> Damien Chanzel is so yeah. good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, and last up, we have Ray. I always like when Ray emails. emails. Hmm. It's Happy New Year. Among the goodies 2022 may be offering, I found the news of the Halo TV series caught my eyes first. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know how I like... came... <laughs> <laughs> That's so disrespectful. That really was. <laughs> Ray's coming. He's took the time to email into our poxy little podcast yeah. show and you're just giggling Unlike at the fact other that... other people. He... Like, you're giggling at the fact that he's <laughs> interested in the Halo like... TV series. I'm giving them back their bomb. It in. Let's go! <laughs> He says, I still remember picking up the fall of Reach at a bookstore and got sucked into the universe. There's so much to explore outside the Master Chief's heroic adventures, and I'm happy to see the series come true after years of rumours and speculations. Speaking of games, I'm excited by Total War Warhammer 3. You and me both, Ray. Uh, Although many of my fellow historical Total War fans have very mixed feelings towards this fantasy title, I think the previous two games were genius mashups of two franchises. Plus, I would love to travel to the land of the Ogre Kingdoms and Grand... Grand Cathay after they sit on the bench of the Warhammer lore for so long. Lastly, I'm looking forward to watching the new Batman movie <gasps> and the Uncharted adaptation yeah. on the big screens. I cannot wait to see the Dark Knight return to his natural habitat and the birth of a, and the birth of a great adventurer. Where are they? Mm, that's that's on my honourable mentions, Batman. Yeah, same. So Have you excited. seen the images released today? Yes. Yep. Fuck the Riddler oh, and Penguin looks so good. Riddler. Mm-hmm. I like the Riddler because, like, oh, I don't want a guy running around in a green suit with question marks all over him and a baller hat. And a yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the Grant Morrison Riddler. It's cool. Anything he touches is gold. Also, there's definitely something else going on yes. in that film outside of them two 100%. villains. Oh, yeah. I'm convinced. 
And I, ho- I hope it's not Joker. I hope so, uh, you just, you t- pans around, turns around, it's like, Hello, brothers! It's Bane. <laughs> <laughs> the fire rises! <laughs> Tom Hardy's step, Tom Hardy's Bane steps on his to <laughs> It's the multiverse in DC! Yeah. <laughs> waka waka! <laughs> That's what I want. He just, he just, he, he, no, he just, t- he just turns around, there's Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder holds up a hand and everything goes into slow motion. <laughs> we are a society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, excellent. Good picks, good picks. And we're going to do his honourable mentions in the after show. But we have Got to pay for the... It. I forgot. <laughs> socials. 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 I haven't done this in a long time. We've got the socials, and our little socialite is going to tell you those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been less Social than a month, Doodles. What's wrong with it? It feels like a life that's been 84 years. <laughs> 84 years. That line doesn't make any sense. How old is she meant to 102? be? 102. <laughs> Fuck off. Stupid woman throwing a that, that in the sea. It's the way she throws it as well. We've, we've already agreed. Titanic's not a good film, guys. <laughs> anyway, socials. Um, <laughs> so the best place to find it is our website modern mis- modern mis- and I've just opened my uh, second uh, can of wine oh, that's right can of wine can of She's, wine yeah, oh yeah She's working class excellent Ooh. this is a sunny moment Ooh. isn't it Stig it's from Nando's <laughs> I always wine. like a bag of wine but a can now that's classy I think Gang so drinks a can of wine <laughs> I have poured it out into a glass, though. I'm not an absolute heathen. <laughs> Come on now. Right, anyway. I mean. You can find us on our website, which is modernescapism.co.uk. Right. On there, you can find a link to all of our socials, contact details, and our merch store. If you have any comments or feedback for our bulging sack, you can fill out a form on our website, tweet us, or email us on modernescapismpod at gmail.com. We've also got an amazing Discord server if you'd like to join our community. Um, just join us for a chat. We're always Obsessed on there. Obsessed with pegging lately, isn't it? Talking about the podcast. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of it's pegging going on. It's not come from me. It's very, it's very suspicious. Mm. You, you, you just can't control our community. No, animals. There's, they can't be contained. <laughs> um, if you enjoy Twitch and want to keep us company while playing some games, you can find us on twitch.tv slash modernescapism. Um... The best place to find our schedule at the moment is probably Twitter because we're we're a little bit loosey goosey. We're um with our schedule. I don't know if we're gonna maybe make it a bit more of a proper schedule again. <laughs> we'll see. We'll probably figure that out in the next couple of weeks, I would think. But for now, we're just playing it loosey goosey. So um, stick to Twitch or stick to uh, stick to Twitter or Discord or even better if you can give us a like on Twitch. You'll know you'll you'll see when we're going online and we all play different things. So there's. A little something for everyone. I have bought a PS5 um, camera, so I've got no excuse now. I, you literally have no excuse. I kept it quiet, but I've got one. Oh, dear. Oh, what's your I first know. game going to be? Dark Souls done in one evening. <coughs> oh, <fuck laughs> uh, we've already told you about our Patreon, so if you're feeling generous and want to give us a bit of extra support so we can t- continue to bring you new content, please consider subscribing on patreon.com slash modernescapism. Any contributions are really, really welcomed. And if you want to support us in a non-financial way, which is just as good, not quite as good, but almost, uh, leaving us a five-star review wherever you can makes a massive difference. And I think Spotify have just um, yeah. released 
a um a review section. Is it review? Yeah, you have to have listened to the podcast anyway. for a certain amount of minutes and then you can review it. Because at first I was like, I, I, I can't review it. And then I realised I've been listening to those podcasts I wanted to review on Pocket Casts. So I had to listen to them again a little bit, which was nothing wrong with that. And then you can review it. So you can uh, catch up on our older episodes yeah. as well. And then if you can give us a five-star review, that would be absolutely splendiferous. Um, next week, as Oodle said, we're changing up the format ever so slightly. Not a huge change, but every week one of us is going to be taking, going to be more of a co-host yes. with Oodles. Um, so ne- with that in mind, next week Gadget is going to be taking the reins and we're going to be talking about genres we want to see. Cowgun. He's bringing out the cow gun this early in the year. <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you might as well start how you, you intend <laughs> yes. to go on. You know? The cow gun. Which is one of the, uh, the signature gonna, weapons of the show. We're going to rant, aren't we? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, MC. Oh, you can stop that. Oh, you're getting cowgun, boy. <laughs> Fast car movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big time. Vin Diesel. A genre. Is the genre of Vin Diesel. Is he, is he, is he... <laughs> no one check out Vin Diesel's songs in the Discord. Oh, God, so good. It's not, not to step into your, your topic there, Gadget. Is it all media? Is it genres and all Why media? Not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. So we can get rid of first person shooters once and for all. I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm up. And then we'll get if rid you can, of if you can put up, If you can put up a good argument as to why you would count I wouldn't, mate. Show. I wouldn't. I'm, I'm pro game now, I remember. Well, I used to be last year anyway. Crypto King now. He'd also try and cowgun something that he actually loves. Way way work, back. Try and spin, try and spin it and then realise of oh, oh, yeah, I'm terrible this. at arguments, so this is gonna be good. Or he'll just pick something he's incapable of arguing. Something I've not actually touched ever. No. You're like dancing games, like I just want to cowgun them. Have you ever done it? No. <laughs> yeah. So if there's any genre you want to cowgun, get your feedback in, find us on the website. Just one last thing for a little bit of hype as well. If you have been enjoying Do, Do Dragon Stream a Score Cheap, there is the bonus listener one shot coming out tomorrow as you listen to this. Oh my God, I, even so I haven't excited. heard that. Uh, quick. I was watching from backstage and it's it. so much fun. Yes, I was watching it, then we, I dropped we, my phone in the toilet. Sounds about right <laughs> for you. Um, but yes, it's, 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 it's a little one shot adventure where I take four of our listeners on a, on, on a little dungeon crawling adventure. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun and chaotic and involves a lot of thrown shoes is that free to everyone as well it's free oh, to God. everyone as well we yeah. are the kindest podcast we literally are the oh best my podcast God. just banging out banging out all this free content oh God, that's, that, we could charge a fiver for that I know we oh, could unbelievable but yeah it's going to be it's going to be hype so get ready for that we're all in the dark on this one apart from the people that participated in it so <laughs> can't wait for that one um, the audience know more than you God, do so weird but yeah, that is that is the show. Uh, I don't normally end these very well, so I'm going to continue to do that this year. Um, I've not learned. <laughs> How did you retrieve your phone? I just pulled it out and then washed my phone because it's waterproof. <laughs> did you wash your hands? No, no, there's still toilet mucky from yesterday. I'm joking. Okay. Of course I did. Don't know. Look at my skin. hair. I've been in the shower and everything. <laughs> did you not carry on watching or was it a shit reception? I just stopped anyway. It was a good excuse to turn it off. <laughs> Not on with um, not finishing the shows. Um, we just had a li- listen back to how we ended the Patreon Christmas special. That was I can't remember that. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I listened back. Gadget played it back to us on the, well, the other day, and I was just like, it's so good. I, I just had to literally <laughs> cut him off. And he was trying to stop. I was just like rolling through, going, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Goodbye, everyone. And he was like, no, no, I'm I was doing that speak. granddad in the working working men's club, just absolutely repeating myself constantly. Awful, awful. But yes. You are the granddad in the working men's club. If you are not a patron, this is it for you. But patrons, meet us around the back. And good night. I'm waving, they can't fucking see. <laughs> <laughs>